Welcome to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, where we not only treat all geeks like family, but we dare to ask strangers, what's your geek? Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's frontman and main host and so since i actually want to know do you guys rather i say happy birthday or happy anniversary though i must say i have a personal personal preference with anniversaries so that being said happy anniversary everybody it's been eight years officially as of this not just recording this posting. I know I said I was going to post this up on Tuesday, but a checking with when we initially post our first hostful, that very first official episode, it was January 12th, 2015. So I posted it up or I scheduled this post to go live on July 12th, 2023, which turned out to be a Wednesday not a Tuesday. So therefore, I hope you enjoy this episode and what we have offered to you. But before I we go into that meat and potatoes, let me just say this. Not only do we go officially from here on out, or though we started a few months ago, I could say we're heading into this eighth year or this ninth year, depending on how you want to look at it, with kind of a, almost a renewed energy, with uh, a kind of a new co-host and everything else in regards to this, we're going in with a new piece of equipment in a way. That is our new-ish, to, at least to us, it's a new piece of equipment, but overall it's a new-ish laptop, and that's what we're recording this right now, and it's a new year, new, co- like I said, co-host, new topics in a way that's why we have that uh uh x file-ish type opening but let me just say we've been doing this for eight years eight years worth of hostfuls interviews con coverage panel sharing and everything else and yet and yet there are still folks that want to accuse us to be or come up to us and approach us either online or in person and accuse us to be a manifesto for a school shooter or a mass shooter without knowing one thing about us. That's right. We have those folks since pretty much day one that want to wander us up to us and claim these lies, these stereotypes without knowing one iota about us and telling us that they never listened to an episode without actually telling us they never listened to an episode or visiting our social media or visiting any aspect of where we share our topics, our coverage and everything else. Meaning they not once visited us, visited us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and even now, Threads and Rumble and Patreon. They're not even once visited us 
on any of these platforms to find out more. And yet they want to come to us and proclaim how we are this encouragement to uh, mass shootings and racism and uh, phobic aspects without knowing once one thing about us. And that's one of the things that we encourage everybody to do is... Uh, don't be like these lazy assholes at, that don't want to find out more about us. Be one of those folks that come to us with an open mind, open heart. Or should I use a quote from a very old show that was on Fox that on that show it, it was stated, No mystery is closed to an open mind. So... Don't be like those folks that want to push a stereotype. Don't want to learn about us that when we challenge those folks that want to claim that we are a manifesto for a mass shooter or a school shooter. And when we tell them our stuff is an open book, we're, we're public, please check us out. Oh, we don't want to do that because you are a manifesto for a school shooter then you're lazy and everything else. Are we calling you, dear listener, lazy? No, because you came here to find out more and to hear the bulk of this episode. So we congratulate you, dear listener, in regards to this. We want you to be a part of this episode. And we have a lot to cover, including uh, in this raw, unedited episode that's coming up real shortly. Some uh, oddness that happened on a uh uh, American Airlines fl- flight, we have an- yet another, yeah, I, even I'm getting sick and tired of the Blobfest updates, but they just keep coming in and pulling us back in, namely because, well, folks don't want to share the other, well, we have one side that doesn't want to share their side, and we have the other side that is sharing everything with us and even more drama is coming out in regards to this so with all this drama all this thing everything in regards to this we're plus gaming news and uh everything else in regards to this we spent over two hours for with sasha talking about the various things and the updates and the gaming stuff and and more it's it was a wild and stressful uh few days including our recording this episode so stay tuned and join me in finding out what was said in this episode so i can't say any more but i can say this george cue the music We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Shock and terror with Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, and Chris, the Martinsburg Madman, in Sasha After Dark, the podcast of darkness reboot. Yeah, for the longest time, I thought that was a hole in your wall. That's to your uh. To your right. I mean, like there's other pictures. Yeah, but I, I think it's like supposed to be like a woods, forest, landscape decal or something like that. No, it's just me from rubbing it too much. Really? Yeah. Uh, not to mention you have to figure I had a pupper at one point. 
So. Now here I thought, because one camera, it looked a little more detailed. I'm like, oh, this must be one of those like decals you can get for a wall. You don't have many windows, so you can make it look like the outdoors or something. I can tell you now, I'm not a fan if that's your onboard uh, camera for your new laptop. It's very potato-y. Uh, yeah, uh, I, for right now, it's what I have to work, work with. Uh, just that, uh, if anything, I would have to try the other potato. Uh, and I don't have the drivers hooked up to it yet for it in this new system. Okay. So... Uh, we can try that at a if not if we're recording on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll record on Tuesday. Uh, I can get the drivers from Zoom and try everything. Now, granted, let me just say this: this particular mic, as you asked, um, may be a little bit more pricey. Uh, How's it hooked in? USB. Hmm. Does that have the option to go in through like a speaker jack or no? Uh sadly no. Hmm. I bet we could I bet you could buy an adapter to do that. Probably. I'm trying to find a decent like shotgun mic for my camera. That way I can get some better audio on scene. But I'm trying to build a proper boom mic. And I bought a bunch of like really, really cheap shitty like microphones recently to see what I could cobble together. Um, Cause as you know, like them rock band, uh, rock band. And what's the other game? Guitar hero mics. Yeah. They're like dime a dozen. And the audio is not bad on it, but I might have to cannibalize a few to make one cohesive unit, but Hey, it's project. And so far it's only cost me five bucks. Let me just say this. See this? Um, see this little solar piece? Yeah. Um, it's not part of the holder that holds onto the mic. It's oh, a, okay. uh, it's a m actual mic stand holder. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, it's an adapter for a actual stand-up mic stand. I can't undo it because it's probably hooked onto it, but. Uh, for the most part, because I wanted to actually have a, a stand, like a physical stand instead of it sitting right up here. But since I now can't get it off, I need to kind of rip it off. I can't use something like right up here, but um, it comes well, with a it comes with a stand for it. But if you need want to use an actual mic stand, so it's closer. Yeah. Uh, you have to buy the adapter. Well, right now I'm using that ONN that Al picked me up a while back at Walmart that we found on clearance. Um, it was funny because like when they had them on like the regular sale racks, they set beside the blue microphone, and these were only like I want to say thirty five or forty bucks. Um, and we saw one that was on clearance, and I'm like, hey, this one's only fifteen. And so he snagged it for me. And the only thing that I guess somebody had played with is the fact that so they had taken it out of the box. So, of course, Walmart can't sell it for full price. So I, I wound up with a semi-decent microphone that way. 
Um, it was interesting getting one of those little pop filters for the top of it because I had to modify the pop filter to fit over this microphone. Yeah, we all have ghetto rigs around here. We're not professional podcasters. Let me also say this. Uh, if you're interested in... They have two versions. One is a black version. The other one is a... I think the silver what I have, but it might be more updated. Uh, this version is 40 bucks at half off and the other one is $30 at 60% off. Hmm. Okay. Like I said, it's prime, the, prime. Our prime days. I'll send you in chat the one that's 28. I want to send, save you a couple. Of, I know 10 bucks is not big of a difference, but 10 bucks is 10 bucks. Yeah. And I'll let you look at it. It's a condenser mic. Right now I'm trying to find something so I can record a hell of a lot better out in the field. And I think a shotgun mic is the way to go. Um, outside of trying to cobble together my own boom mic. Because I've looked at prices for actual boom mics. And oh dear God, they are pricey. Outside, yeah, a shotgun mic might do you. But inside... There's the link. This has this one has been my workhorse for the past eight years. Hmm. This mic, uh, this CAD U um CAD U thirty seven USB mic has been my workhorse for the past eight years, and it's it. I think it's a USB. It's not a USB C. It's one of the larger, fatter things. Yeah, bottoms. Uh, but like I said, it's. The drivers come already installed in here, so all you have to do is plug it in, and it'll automatically install the drivers. Right on. All right, well, I'm going to go run to the fridge real quick. Take me, like, two shakes. I'll grab a beer. Um, think about what topics you want to cover, because we've got plenty of them today. Yep. So run to the beer. Okay. Run. Run. Oh, and run. did you see the new Fable scandal? No, 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 no. You want to talk on that? Yeah, we could. I didn't hear about the Fable scandal. I'm locking out. I gotta get going on some of the stuff. Some of the stuff I know about. Some of the stuff I don't know about. I do have my circles I roll through, but I they're not always up to date, or they do not cover everything. What's that now? I'm just feeling dead air. Saying some of my uh. Circles I listen to, or the news circles in regards to some of the drama. Well, they, they showed the main character. And a lot of people are having the, as I call it, the Abby syndrome from Last of Us attitude. Oh, she's ugly. She's she's not attractive. And it's like, really? You know? <laughs> and I'm just dying of laughter because I'm like... Yeah, I'm sorry. A lot more women gamers out there. You're going to have to get used to sometimes something's not going to be as aesthetically pleasing to you as it will be other players. And it's 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 just funny because they're all mad because, you know, in medieval times, there's not this chick with fake tits and 
extreme makeup is the main lead and yeah it's 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 hilarious all these people losing their goddamn mind over a video game character and i'm just like seems like every so many months we run into that issue be it fable be it uh what's that game with the robot dinosaurs that was on playstation for a while everybody threw a fit about the main and that and it's like come on people let me put it like this. Uh, let me. I know it's not really gaming related, but it kind of correlates. Of, uh, I want to say about two, three years ago. Uh, w- one of the Hulk series that was being drawn and put out, the artist that drew the Hulk, it was a f- supposed to be uh, a She Hulk. It was She Hulk. It was like a red She Hulk or something like that, or a modern take on She Hulk. And pretty much the artist, I don't know if it was a female artist or what have you, they, the Hulk at that time, the, the controversy was that this She-Hulk did not, one, looked more like the Hulk that, it looked like the Hulk, not like She-Hulk. Right. Meaning it didn't have any feminine features to it. And it just looked like a roided out <laughs> guy yeah so artist uh artist and youtuber and person who identifies as a female herself uh anna the star wars girl said hey guess what i'm going to do i'm going to make this hulk look more feminine every person on the fucking internet not guys gals said how dare you they they accused her as being a racist, phobic, anti-woman. They they're like, How dare you? You're not a real woman. So she came in pretty much with a low cut top, not a bikini, but she came in with a low cut top and she went, One, I'm a real woman. Two, if I'm not, what do you call these? And she like what you was presented was pretty much a character that this artist claimed was a She-Hulk and had no feminine features. I add it in and you're yelling at me saying, I'm not a woman, not this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm an, in- and I'm an incel. I have a boyfriend prior to me. Shooting, you know, she was like, prior to this, I had sex with my, my, my boyfriend. Let me close that because somebody's messaging me. And who is it? Yeah, I got to close that. Yeah, we're not having that this episode. Um, uh oh, what's that no, about? You got some drama too? No, no, no. Uh, just that I have random folks that you know. I could be like at my previous employer. I could be. There were some folks that I'd let, I'd answer quickly, uh, in regards to on Messenger. Like, if you wanted to record, if I was still working for the warehouse I was at. I, you know, it's like, and you ask like, hey, can we record this weekend or on Monday? I could pull out answer real quick and put my phone back in my pocket. Yeah. There are some folks that are on my, or my D&D group. Hey, we're playing tonight. I'm I'm in, you know, after work. I might be a few minutes late and put my phone in my pocket. Other folks, I could tell I'm, I work X this day, this day, and this day. I can't have my phone out for a full length conversation. Yet it's 
what you doing? I'm at work. I cannot talk right now. When I have, I can't have my phone out for random bullshit. Yep. If this is serious, i.e. you're in the hospital or something that I can legitly uh, let's just surround it for because of where we tend to post this stuff. Mental health reasons, meaning you're thinking of doing something nefarious that you need me to talk you down. Therefore, I can't talk right now. Right. Because I can get in trouble. Versus where I'm at now in regards to an employer where if I have time to talk, I could find a spot to hide for a few minutes and chit chat. And in some cases they were, you know, right now, yeah, I'm off. Yeah, I can respond, but we're recording right now. It's pre-show. It's just that I'll probably get something a little bit later. Why did you ignore me? You know, this, that, it's like, listen, I was recording. I didn't want to hear about random stuff or what have you, but either way, uh, what's Anna said was like, listen, I, you know, prior to here, uh, me and my boyfriend wanted some sexy time and you know, I felt down for it. You know, I wanted some cuddles too. So we had that prior to here. So, you know, you and your whole aspect that I'm an insult, screw you, you know, and it's like, besides, if it wasn't for him, I could, you know, look at me, I could go anywhere and pretty much most, she was over exaggerating the point, I could probably get anybody I wanted, so screw you. Yeah. And it it's that aspect. Yeah, there's that drama online in regards to it. Yeah, you can have some uh, folks bitch and complain about it. I haven't heard, let me put it like this, even some of the more far right aspects that or they tend to be leaning more right than most meaning they're the ones that will go oh how dare they do this and you know make fun of what you're talking about or for views or whatever i haven't even heard that come across my feed mm. on youtube so uh i'll say at least on youtube because youtube with the channels you follow uh, yeah, you have the better chance of, and especially with the algorithms, that stuff tends to float towards the surface a lot more often than Facebook that, hey, if you don't interact with this group that much, we're not going to, you know, show that stuff to you. And if I interact with you a lot, Sa Sasha, if I miss like liking two or three of your shit posts on Facebook, Facebook would be like, oh, uh, the Martinsburg Madman is not interacting with Sasha that much anymore. So we're not going to show either party that many posts of each person. Then you'd be like, did you unfriend me on Facebook? Yeah. What'd I do to you? And like, I don't know. I haven't seen your shit either. <laughs> but it's all aspect of Facebook being freaking dicks. Yeah. And, and it's, it's just a system. It's a system. How dare you? It's the algorithm. Uh, All hail the mighty algorithm. <laughs> oh, yes, you know. But, 
we'll, we'll start our little cult to the algorithm. We'll erect uh, monuments and statues mm-hmm. and idols. <laughs> we'll find a way to incorporate the new uh, thread thread logo with the Instagram logo and the Facebook logo all in while one put it on, you know, yeah, the behind us. Of the X-Files music coming in. <laughs> I have something equivalent as a uh, intro for if I do something kind of weird, you know, it's like if we did an episode completely on the paranormal, I'll use that audio in intro. But so you have your lizard people thing. I'm guessing that's for uh, your lums are on board. Yeah, that. Okay. Um, uh, the good thing is a lot of information uh, has come out. So it's it depends on how you want to look at things and who you listen to. Um, that would be the interesting thing because all sides have um, even the, as this is a little bit spoiled. Even the person that this initial person claimed was a lizard person Mm -hmm. uh actually came out and explained things the whole story is hysterical uh from kind of all points so it should be who knows i might actually use that uh creepy little music for the audio side so So, we after we get the lums are done do our show opening do 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 you will at some point want to drop your your new quote (laughs) And and just a brief update on some Blobfest crap. Just brief, tiny. Well, uh, technically we could do it unofficially because this is all going to go up, on, at least on my side. Uh, I don't know about your side. Oh, it'll go so. up on my side. I, I'm actually oh. just got done editing three episodes, so they'll be going up whenever my internet isn't chugging because I was like, I'll walk. I got plenty of time, you know, before the podcast to, you know, to get this uploaded. Well, keep in mind, I started an upload at noon. And, uh, yeah, like, by the time I messaged you, it was only, like, 25% done. And I'm like, yeah, some of these episodes, you're going to have to wait until I can upload them. So, who's your provider? Uh, we go through um, CenturyLink. Oh, Century. I was about to say, oh, let me guess, Xfinity. Because no. Xfinity does the same goddamn thing with me. We and, they're like, and they're like, we don't we don't do any type of throttling. Poor shit. I could as soon as I'm I, I pay my bill at the you know, start of the month, my internet speeds are just fine. But towards the end, or if I start downloading a few large games, all of a sudden I get throttled. So how is it? Explain that. Oh, we don't do it. Maybe you were downloading at uh, speeds at uh, where a lot of other people were downloading. Uh, explain it when I'm getting, in essence, 56K speeds and uh, pretty much dial-up speeds at 2 a.m. That's impossible. Oh, maybe it, you know what? Shut up. Well, if you want, or they'll probably give me at some point. Well, if you want to buy more, better speeds, just for another forty-five ninety-five plus oh. at the end of the year. And there's no guarantee that'll work. So right. No, um, a lot of the internet around here is either Comicast or Xfinity. Comicast uh, or slash Xfinity is the same goddamn group. Yeah, I know. 
I know, but you can either get it through cable if you decide to get cable TV. You can get the cable internet, and I'm like, it's no different than the other internet that you offer anywhere else. Um, so we went with CenturyLink because it was cheaper, and we cut the cable a long time ago because we 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 find more free stuff online to watch for free than what we would ever have watched on cable. I know. Uh, come this October, October, my internet would. In essence, go up a hundred dollars. In essence, from last year, uh, from because I dropped. In essence, three years ago, because I had came down with type two, and had everything go down with that, uh, and I couldn't pay bills. Everything got a lot of stuff got canceled. The exception of power and a few other bills, I was able to maintain. Uh, one. The one main bill that I had to cut was my internet. And when I re-signed up, Comcast gave me a two-year deal for 75 bucks a month. As soon as, not even the two-year anniversary, it was a month before. Oh, uh, it's now $85. Then as soon as the two, second that second year anniversary came, it was now $95. Then when December hit, going into January, it was a hundred dollars. Now it's a hundred and six, and come November, it's going to be close to a hundred and seventy-five dollars, if not like one sixty. This November, I'm going to be like, nope. Hi, Glow Fiber. Yeah, yours what seventy-five dollars a month for the same goddamn speed I'm doing now? Yeah. Sign me up because I'm not doing that shit. I'm not sure. I'm not paying twice as much for the same goddamn speeds over a year. I'm on a limited budget as it is. Yeah. So. It's ridiculous. It really is. Everything's going up in price. So, yeah, figure. And... Start with your lumser. Start with... uh you know, a little bit of a brief blob fest update about all the weird shit that we dealt with recently. And of course, the quote, which I think is hilarious. I'm so glad that you're circulating that. Um, do a little thing for your anniversary. Happy birthday. Woo! You know, uh, I'll probably uh, later tonight when everything's said and done with D&D and this, I'll uh, put up the last anniversary bonus retrospective episode that I want to put up and Depending, uh, again, no rush. Depending when I get this, the the files and all that from this, you'll get I'll it try tonight. to. Um, tomorrow I'll edit, or tomorrow sometime I'll edit and put everything together for that particular for this particular, or say that upload, and that way it's officially posted for the anniversary date on the twelfth. So. And we'll go from there. Yep, and I figure after the update, we can touch on the, the whole Fable controversy. Um, which, uh, we kind of did that anyway. <laughs> well, we did that here in the beginning, but but hey, if the whole I'll go into more thing... detail, because uh, like the people that are trying to start a controversy are really grasping at straws, and it's to the point that it's pathetic. Um, then um. We can dip into uh, the new Captain America filming in D.C., Robert Downey Jr. being spotted. 
and of course the new Alien movie having wrapped filming. Plus whatever we're we're able to squeeze in. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. So whenever you're ready for your iron mask, good sir. We can do that first. Yeah. And yes, there's your cheap thrill for the people that's and of course uh OnlyFans. I'm back in my sports brawl because it's too fucking hot not to be. And again, you can get the Martinsburg Madman in a bikini. Follow the links and you'll find out how. <laughs> yeah, we can also give a uh, I'll I'll save all that for the anniversary stuff. So right on. You good, you can breathe. I can <laughs> At least it's not a dry heat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went for a walk last night. Like, everything stuck to me afterwards. And me and the kid were like, yeah, this was a bad let, idea. Let me just say this. Yes, it's hot. Yes, I walk everywhere. And I I don't know about you, but I used to live in Florida. And I used to, one of the first jobs I had was, or say, quasi-official jobs I had was working for good old Wally World and I was a cart pusher, a.k.a. the lowest man on... Let me put it like this. Arnold Rimmer would rank higher than me. Yep. Hell, David Lister would rank higher than me. (laughs) But... You're one of the scudders. Yeah, I'm one of the scudders. Uh... That's I had to be out in the parking lot in 115 degree heat in summer. And if you're out in a parking lot that's loaded with cars, that's not 115, it's probably one closer to 130. Oh, yeah. So, me, me walking around in 98 degree heat, everybody's like, You hot? No, you, sh- it's hot out, it's July. What do you expect? If it was exactly. 28 degrees and snowing, I'd be shocked. But it's not. <laughs> it's but it, July. It's been so mild lately. I don't think everybody's used to it. You know, being and, warm but, again. I think that's what the problem is. I'm just waiting on that one person to yell at me because I wear pants year-round. It's 100 degrees out. Why are you wearing pants? Nope. <laughs> But I'll say this. The funniest thing I saw was a deaf person yell at my buddy for wearing shorts during the winter. Mm. <laughs> no, uh, like, how does a, for the visual, uh, try to put this audio for the audio folks, but visually, uh, the deaf person signed really wildly at him. <laughs> so the best way I could say, if when you have, a deaf person really stressing their signs at somebody, you could almost say that's yelling. Yeah. <laughs> but back to the thing at, at hand. Tiger face. <laughs> Lion face. <laughs> Lemon face. face. <laughs> All right. Lumser, I'm bored. What plaything do you have for me today? Something out of the SK system, ma'am. It might be on the level of a Florida person story to boot, damn these earthlings. And it comes straight from American Airlines? Maybe. Let me explain. 
There was. Now if I could get the same thing off without removing my headphones. Take it off. <laughs> it doesn't want to give me my stuff. The mask hates me, Sasha. I'm going to have to yeah. remove that. <laughs> it's getting the H. It knows I'm getting the H for the damn thing. But <laughs> um, there's this woman on, I believe it was an American Airlines flight, that what happened was a lot of the videos that have been shared on, uh, either through on YouTube that were covering the story or on TikTok. Uh, as we all know, YouTube is a longer form format. That's where we post a lot of our videos and clips and all that fun jazz. But what she, the video in that question was her saying, pointing to the back of the back of the plane at a gentleman, uh, somebody back there wearing a hoodie saying, uh, I think even the video, she says that person wearing the hoodie is not real. Uh, he's fake. He's fake. He, he, and everybody, and it just, she looked distraught, looked kind of paranoid and like she was legitimately in fear of this person. And one of the, it, one thing led to another saying that this person could be a quote unquote lizard person. And some people have stated that she uh, went with her that, yeah, this person's fake. Other people criticized her that she had been drunk and oh, that. I mean, there were so many sides to this. It's disgusting because could she have been a little bit tipsy? Yes. Did I see the video? Yes. Nothing in my eyes. Um, regards to her movements and everything else would have said that she was three she sheets to the wind. She was, was she wearing the glasses or did she have to eat the trash can? Uh, <laughs> no, she, no, what I'm saying is uh, she wasn't kind of like staggering yeah. uh, or some people are like, well, she was slurring her words. A lot of people who are in go they ahead. Reference FYI. But put on the glasses of, or eat the trash can. <laughs> but a lot of folks, and when you're in fear, you're going to slur, or if you're in panic, you that you're not speaking coherently a lot of times. So mm. that's. But one person came out on TikTok saying, "Yes, I was on the plane. I got a different angle of it. I saw what happened, and his account of it was that." Sadly, I can't include his, I have to paraphrase because I can't even include the audio. I'm not able to download his video to include it on the audio side. But he was saying that he looked prior to this when he got on the plane, her and this person in a hoodie were already talking. And when he sat down, he did look back from what his viewpoint was. It was an animate conversation. And to the point that, yes, he was replying, but you couldn't hear his side, whether or not he was, let me just say this, whether or not he was just whispering or talking in a low tone, me personally, I couldn't tell I wasn't there, but from what this person was relaying, this the person in the hoodie was responding. And let me just say this, the person, from what he said, the person in the hoodie, wearing the hoodie, the hood was up meaning the face was mostly covered 
and therefore you couldn't really make out this person's face. And when this person got up, said her thing, whatever was said, that set her off. They were still on the at the airport. She got off. And the person got up on his way. And the person that said, hey, weird, right? And from what this person that was relaying on TikTok, the person looked at him and winked. And it wasn't the atypical eyelid going from top to bottom. It was going pretty much side to side or two eyelids meeting in the center. So whether or not that was true or not, so for at that point when I was initially telling you about this, that was the what would have seemed the end of it. But the the person in the hoodie came forward on TikTok a few days after that. Was it Zuckerberg? No. Um, it was a person that... Uh, I assure you, you, I'm human. I love hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it... Whether or not he was a, a a rap artist or a tattoo person or what have you, either way, he had a lot of facial tattoos. He said that's why I was wearing a hoodie, uh, and you know, explaining himself like, yeah, I was a passenger. I was speaking with this person, and what set her off was the fact that, or started to set her off, is that one of the things that I have. I don't know if he said it was a tattoo or the fact that his hoodie had it or a hat was that he had the Freemason logo somewhere on his person. And she made he said that she made the reference that uh, that Freemasons are Satanists and that they want to conquer the world. And he said, because I strictly wanted to end this conversation and shut her the hell up, he said, not all are Satanists. Matter of fact, I'm Satan himself, and we do not rule the world. We rule the universe. And apparently, that's what tricked her off. That's pretty much what set her off. Because he was just leaning into it. And he, she somehow just believed her. And he said, he got up. He spoke to this person. Obviously, he spoke to the person that was recording, and I mentioned to earlier. He said, I winked at him, and it, he just how he perceived it is how he perceived it. Yeah, I'm not a lizard person. I just leaned into it just to get her off my case and to shut her up. But, so but none of this just, was recorded or captured on video or any photographs or anything of that nature? No, no photographs of him, the eyelid blinking from side to side. No, you know, none of, none of that. It's just the video that's been posted up is Various angles of her in a panic. And and the air marshal wasn't involved? Because usually those guys have no, cams now. No. Um, no. Uh, like I said, just about if there was a body cam, it was just body cam of her in a panic. And because it wasn't really escalating and they were at the airport. Okay. Because she, she wanted to be let off. And they just said, you know what? If she wants to be let off, we're at the airport. Let's if this that's going to de-escalate everything. Just let her off, let her off. And apparently, on this flight as well was the person who kind of went into obscurity himself, Carrot Top. He went to Twitter to post a tantrum because he was because this whole thing occurred on July fourth, 
he was on his way to, I think, Florida or uh, Las Vegas for their celebration. And he stated that where he would have been there on time to catch the, the display, he missed it because it made everybody late, including himself. Well, that's downside of flying public air, you know. Right. Your top should have some money and rent a private system and be done with it. Uh, who knows? You know, he's not he's not like a, a major comedian right now, whoever that might be, you know. Not right. So, but insert your favorite comedian here, folks. And, you know, explain to us why it was Matt Rife. <laughs> right. But so anyway, it, it was just. And the thing is that him playing with it into it makes a hell of a lot more sense than the. Golly gee, let me put that tinfoil hat on my head and say it was actually a little person. So, and it's something I'm sure even you would do, I would do. Like, yeah, uh, not all of us are Satanists. Some of us are actually Satan himself. So, <laughs> you know, hey. Hey. So here's that lovely part have- where we would insert our show opening, whichever opening you get to hear, depending on where you're listening to this at. Yeah, on our side, if it's the audio side, you'll hear the infamous dramatic pause. And so, as always, I am Sasha Constantine Monroe, a.k.a. Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, and the gentleman with me today is... The Martinsburg Madman, the poor man himself. Also Reverend Godfather and badass at the uh, Long Coat Mafia podcast, who is celebrating their uh, anniversary here shortly. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, depending on when you see this episode, uh, I'll be uh, the show will be celebrating its eighth anniversary this Tuesday, July the twelfth. I think that's Tuesday. I know tomorrow's the tenth, uh, the eleventh. Pretty much, uh, it's the eleventh or twelfth of July is when we officially celebrate. And depending on, I'll do that. Um, I'll go back into our archives to see when our first episode officially dropped, and I'll try to post it on the same this episode on the same date as a to celebrate. As folks at home might not know, for the past month on my side, audio wise, I've been sharing a lot of uh bonus anniversary retrospective episodes of like old interviews, old you know, beta episodes. Uh, yeah, I understand, or I think I told in one of the big. Be- uh, retrospectives that yeah uh i calculate the anniversary from the date i officially post up uh our host first hostful i do not count the beta episodes because that was just me getting learning this mic learning the software and getting everything set up it was just the the skeleton of the show it wasn't the actual everything else meaning Back eight years ago, we didn't have Spotify. We didn't have Google Podcasts. We didn't have Amazon, you know, all these outlets. We just had Apple iTunes at the time. It wasn't even 
considered Apple Podcasts. Yep. So you had to have some, if you submitted your show to Apple, you needed something to submit to. Uh, if it was you shouting into the mic for a full minute going, fuck, shit, cunt, bastard. That way you were able to get at least a E rating or explicit rating. So you're able to have that on their end. So they know that, you know, there were some, I think at that time, they didn't give, even if you said it on a later episode, they didn't post it up. That way you could immediately have it and they have it for their algorithms that you are, will use explicit content. So I had to get all that stuff set up and I officially counted that I want to count the first official host-based episode as the start of the show. And that was about, depending, again, depending on when you either probably listen to this, it's exactly eight years to the day. It started on a Tuesday. Um, That's when I dropped it eight years ago. But a lot has <laughs> a lot has happened since then. Uh, I met Sasha. I met uh, a lot of great and interesting folks over the years. Interviewed a bunch of great and interesting now we'll folks. Some sideshow freaks. <laughs> and those were just the nice ones. Um, and over the years, I've might have grown a little bit more of a spine in regards to how people approach my show and all that. We'll get into one of those people probably in a little bit. Yeah, because I was gonna say, I'm like, since we're talking about your show, would you tell us about that great endorsement you got recently? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, either I'll I'll put it like this to be a little bit neutral. The partner of Mr. Lobo, a horror host himself. I have nothing. Let me say this. I have nothing against Mr. Lobo. Nope. Uh, he's, uh, he, uh, he seems to be a wonderful, kind fellow. But like his partner, many people, have, when they see my show, and um, as Sasha could attest to you. That knee-jerk um, reaction. That, that knee-jerk reaction because they don't listen. They don't want to find out. Uh, and they don't listen, they don't go into our social media, and it's usually one of the first things I hit folks with is, have you listened to a damn show? No. Have you visited our social media accounts? No. Then what you're saying is fucking horseshit. Shut the fuck up. Yep. Because you know nothing about me and what the show stands for. Exactly. And what his partner... Uh, am I allowed, Sasha? Uh, yeah, go ahead. This is for the most I don't care. It's not like she's gonna listen anyway. And uh, well, I posted up her quote because she. Hell, I'll post up. I'll bring up my Instagram because uh, it's her exact quote is on our Instagram, and she quote her. Uh, the person who quoted this is Dixie Lobo, a.k.a. Mr. Lobo's partner. And she said that our podcast sounds like a manifesto for a school shooter. And my response, uh, I should have went, mother fuck. But I wanted to have at least a respectful conversation with this person. And so I went, you know what? I'm leading into this. And a lot of folks, when I 
because we had one person kind of do this a couple of years ago in a podcast. Uh, I won't say networking group, but a it was just for helping other podcasters, answering questions and so forth and so on. And someone wants to do the same thing and say the same thing. And I leaned into it because everybody knows that one of the things I say, hey, we're the Internet's most hated mafia themed geek podcast. And I leaned into that group and posted up, yeah, uh, uh, because it's promotional Tuesday or, you know, promo, you know, promo Friday. Uh, we are the Internet's most hate, hated and uh, this group's hated, most hated. You know, I worded it as like not only the Internet's, but people, certain people in this group's most hated podcast on their geek, uh, mafia theme geek podcast. And he went through the fucking roof. How dare you do like, hey, if the shoe fits, where you were kept saying that uh, uh, how much you hate my show, how much we are uh, uh, manifest to use Dixie's quote, a manifesto for school shooters. Therefore, since you won't listen to our show and never listen to a damn thing about, you know, what we have to offer, I'm leaning into it and I will continue to lean into that shit until A, you shut the fuck up and listen to our show and find out more about what we do. Or if at some time I decide to rebrand my show. So the more you shut out, the more I'm going to lean into this fucking shit. Yep, and he kept leaning into like and, you said, I, you're punching up. Everybody else is punching down. You're punching and, up. And I told and I told him it's like, oh, by the looks of things, all you do is all you are in regards to your show is a seat warmer. Yep. That's all you are. All you are right now is a seat warmer. You have not contributed anything to this show. My at that time I still had a big candy on my my show for a lot of it. And my thing is my it's like to him, if you still leaned into it. It's like, my co-host is not a show uh, seat warmer. If I'm at an event that he's at an event and if I'm interviewing somebody and somebody's asking who what I'm doing, he is hyping my ass up. He's not just sitting in that goddamn seat. Exactly. And, and, he's, that's, he's, and that to me is why it's funny with the whole Dixie Lobo thing, because her claim to fame is, is she dick rides Mr. Lobo. You know, that's that's pretty much it. Oh, um, carbon copy, shitty, Archie comic artwork. But outside of that, no. And to me, it's like... And I, I think in the conversation... Either me or you, <laughs> you know? I think in the, uh, on the th uh, thread on your page, I said, so you're in essence, you're too lazy to listen to my show to find out more about me. Listen or find out more. And she was like, no, I don't want to do that. This And she, you know... We're on a uh, tantrum. Um, she did at one point, uh, for the sake of clarity and contact, she messaged me in regards to everything. And uh, during this time, I was sharing screenshots with Sasha. Uh, almost got tongue tied for a moment uh, as to making sure what uh, that way I had second eyes on it. And because of uh, Good chance Sasha would be able to find if some of the screenshots appear uh, edited, which some of them, according to Sasha, did. And uh, even that, some of the stuff that was shared to me seemed sus. And when I was pouring that stuff out, 
some of the things that Dixie was saying, oh, well, he's not here. And like, well, why wasn't he messaging me? So anyways, just and to kind of clarify and, and give people a bit of a background, this is just more of a spinoff from the whole Blobfest drama that we've talked about now on two episodes. Yes, I, I think uh, the second episode is live on Sasha's channel. I'll be posting it No, the first episode live. Uh, number 15 will oh. be live uh, probably on Tuesday. It's live on only. Well, it, so. uh, this, the audio version is live on my end through the most popular outlets, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and whatever your favorite platform is, including Podbean, um, where you can find all of our back content, all 300 and change episodes that we put up. So, uh, sorry for the plug, Sasha. No, no, but, but um, with this, basically, to, to simplify, on the very first episode that we brought up drama, we got a bit of a confrontation um, in the uh, comments second, uh, section from a person by the moniker of My Monster FX. Um, knowing this convention pretty well, this is a guy who makes knockoff bootleg toys on Etsy. And I know a lot of people's like, well, Sasha, a lot of people make a lot of knockoff bootlegs. Yes, but he mass produced them and they are overpriced. Which, by the way, think, we're going to review some. And I think, uh, uh, I think in that episode, um, at least on audio, soon to be seen video wise, um, I, at least I mentioned that in regards to if it's a lot, even though it's mass produced and so forth and so on, but if it's if a creator on Etsy or where or the convention is making hundreds of thousands or maybe at the minimum high five digits, that's when the major uh, players, whether it be Marvel, Disney, Universal, Sony, get involved oh, and start sending but out. Here's, here's the thing I didn't reveal to you. He likes what? to use a lot of um, copyrighted logos and stuff of that nature from a major toy company that is kind of the unicron of all toy companies until all are fun. And we know how notorious they are about upholding their licensing rights and their copyright. And it's going to be a damn shame if Hasbro finds out because they send the Goon Squad out on reviewers. I mean, come on. You got that toy too early. <laughs> but the point I made was like, and I think I told, you know, on the show, last week's show, uh, and everything else, and I was trying to explain to Dixie, is that if what happened to Sasha in regards to... Now, let me put it like this. With all the contests, please go back to watch the episodes, listen to them, uh, everything else. Everything's on the social contest, media. Everything's on social media. Uh, I'm the only transparent far, party. Yeah. <laughs> In regards to everything, it's like, well, so, uh, they did this while Sasha was a contestant. As far as I'm concerned, as soon as Sasha was given that she was not a finalist in Mixed Blobfest, she no longer became a contestant. Exactly. And therefore, whatever rules regarding to cyberbullying and all that, while being it, no longer applied. Null and void while being a mixed Blobfest contestant. Now, if the event itself as a whole has a non-cyberbullying or harassment policy and anybody that is a vendor or associated with that event is doing that, 
then yeah, uh, if yeah, they could say because we have this policy, Sasha was you know under our policy can be considered harassment and bullying. So therefore that's why we refunded her tickets and so forth and so but on. That's what's interesting. Cause like, but now here, did all of that, there was no harassment or bullying. Uh, but still, uh, yeah, after all that, you're no longer visiting there. So therefore it's not, yeah, it could be considered it, but Sasha's no it's longer. Harsh criticism. And it's I use their own words against them, against them. But it's not, uh, she's no longer a ticket holder or a vendor or Listen. an attendee to this event. So therefore she cannot be, yeah, she could be banned from further attending other events. But my point is since Monster FX and Docs, Doxy Lobo in a way, Doxy, I'm sure Sasha, Do, Dixie, whatever, Doxy, Dixie, um, but no, they like on her page. In the comments. On her page. Yeah. I'm sure you have screenshots of those comments. Oh, yeah. And everything else before you hit the ban hammer on her, or block hammer, if you will, you tap all those screenshots. And my point was, if this is a policy for everybody, whether they're a vendor, attendee, or a contestant, or what have you, then why is the folks at the from the Colonial or Blobfest themselves not going after you or Monster for going after Sasha outside because you two are both associated with them. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a screenshot. I, I don't know if you had that screenshot or not. Yep. It's one of the things I put up. Then why aren't you two being banned or not being, you know, getting emails in regards to this? Exactly. And, and, and I got the runaround for that. And in my chat with Doc, uh, Dixie, I kept getting the the, the, the <laughs> runaround was but with the text with her, it's like you don't understand the first screenshot that she shared with me of what supposedly Monster sent Sasha was what way different than what Sasha shared with me and publicly. Now the argument can be made. That because there's the aspect of uh, allow the the block of allow ex, you know block yep. you know that aspect was covering up the second little bit of a message that can that can be a valid argument, but I saw that second message of what was supposedly quote unquote given to Dixie, and my question in essence to her was. What's the second part of that message, that screenshot? And she was like, no, it's the second part. And that she tried to explain. I forgot what it is. I, I don't want to bring it up, The yeah. bring up the whole thing in regards to it. Basically, said, to put it simply, Monster had made comments to the effect that I, I then people. Then, then that the second part of, she shared the second screen with the second part of that message that full run but the second more part of the message she tried to explain it like well uh i think even the uh uh message to you on your pa show's page or the princess of darkness uh actual business page or whatever you want to call it uh, she said well he he corrected himself that's what the mess other part of the screen 
Then why was the last message already corrected? And the thing is, my point is like, all right, why? It's like, why my worst? Why is it later? Number one, as uh, the whole aspect, my response to her was while I was trying to get to her was, if this second part was a oopsie of that, it meant. Sasha should take a load, not take children or kids. Granted, because you didn't accept the message, it wasn't really sent. Why didn't you say, come out first off to him as what the fuck? Do you understand how this makes you sound right now? You didn't You didn't say anything. You tried to message well, if Sasha blocked Monster, then and you here I am. I'm making blocked there, and I'm sending out aspects on my Monster knew about my my YouTube post. Yep, he could have messaged me there. He commented on that your he YouTube got it wrong. post. He commented. That's like, what I'm started not, all. I was telling her it's like he's not blocked on any of my social media. Therefore, and that's one thing she tried to say, he's blocked on Sasha's end. As far as I know, and I'm concerned, he's not blocked on my show's end. He doesn't know about you. He knows my name now, and you can tell him. That's number one. Number two, he's not never been blocked on my show, my show's aspect. And he and commented he on your YouTube page. He could have made yours. went back to that video and made a comment. But he has And I could have... And I made a personal comment saying, send me the screenshots, anything relevant to what she, Sasha is saying. All this, people were tagged and they never responded to me in regards to this. They had that opportunity, but they ignored me. And that's what I was trying to explain to Dixie. They ignored me. You and Monster ignored me and i'm making the same questions and everything else i tagged blobfest and the colonial in regards to this they ignored me and you and monster went ignored depending on folks out out there and twitter and so forth and so on you ignored depending on what term you want to use cis heterosexual heterosexual straight you ignore the straight cis white motherfucker to go after the cis the sorry you avoided this in essence the neck bearded cis motherfucker easy target white easy target <laughs> to go after the trans motherfucker no offense Sasha I don't mean to to tokenize you you went after the trans person we we, we ain't going to Christian level here we don't we don't use that terminology <laughs> Oh, you ignored me. And granted, the the, all, the whole thing's like part of me wants to go. It's like, yeah, we don't want to deal with her bullshit. One, I'm like, okay, one first and foremost, if anybody on the Blobfest fuck train that wants to get in on on this, Sasha is on my end and Clarity helping me come out of burnout and everything else. So that for Sasha. And me, it's a win-win scenario. Yeah. It is content on her end as well as my end. 
Right. And to surprise, because I, I don't think I, I touched on everything, but Monster said shit on your page. And so me, and again, keep in mind. He said shit on my YouTube channel. Yeah, on your YouTube channel about us. And so. I replied because I have easier access on my personal YouTube channel. Yeah. On my tablet. I replied that way, which why YouTube didn't officially post it up, I don't know. It's did just weird. But did he block my, my point personal? Is, is that the only thing I said on my Facebook and my social media is like, hey, if you want to know the guy who's running their mouth about us, here's who they are. And they make right. these copyright infringing products. At no point is that bullying or harassment that is just stating blatant facts. And then all of a sudden you got monster blowing up my page and DM and me and then makes the offhand comment about me taking kids. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I think that's one of the things we agreed in last episode. It's like, if they, Blockfest wanted you to take down your stuff in regards to uh, copyrighted and trademark stuff, and how dare you use copyrighted and trademark stuff, then my question was, then why is Monster being allowed to sell stuff that is in essence trademarked and copywritten? Yeah, that parent Hasbro could throw a huge shit and about. As Dixie stated, he's a real good friend of the show, the, the event. And somebody's getting a little It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. If I was in control of the event, of an event, and Sasha was pulling shit. I, I, one of the first things yeah. I do is tell Sasha, Sasha, back off. Back yeah. off. Calm down a little bit. If I have to keep reminding you about this shit, you're done. Blobfest never did And Blobfest never sent a si single you know, warning or anything else. They just went one and done. Nowhere I read the and they uh, even, rules on... And they even didn't even say I did anything wrong. They're just like, no, we're canceling this, and here's your and, tickets back. And, and like, the thing is, they never said... Not even the, the rules on the minutes Blobfest said, if you do this, you'll be, ban uh, you know, kicked out, no warning. None of that. None of that. And one, one of the things I, I copied and pasted because, like, even Dixie said, well, she was being unfriendly friendly. I went to, because I had the link through you, of the rules. I went, all right, this is what, and you're mad. I'm like, you're mad at what Sasha's saying, right? And what her content had prior to this event. All right, here's a copy and paste of the first rule saying, it doesn't matter what somebody's saying outside of the contest. Exactly. It's only their interest. Meaning if... It meaning if someone was a mixed blogfest entrant outside that on their YouTube channel was nothing but MAGA 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 go Trump, they, that's allowed exactly as long as the blogfest stuff. No, I didn't do that. Uh, no, I'm just using it as an example. <laughs> but what blog and I said, and here's the stuff in regards to being family friendly, the rules they. Their rules. Her response to me was, "Oh, you're being long-winded." No, copy paste, motherfucker. I literally told her that. Oh, copy yeah. paste, and this is what the. If I'm long-winded, then by God, copy paste is long-winded because that's what the colonial says in regards to, uh, what family-friendly 
regards to everything. And, and what... then they have the nerve to use the MPAA guidelines. And we need your entry to be between G and PG. Please remember that Jaws is a PG movie. Yeah, what era of PG current stand on standings? Well, there's no, there's no, no when it comes to the MPAA, there's no set guidelines. And it just right. depends on who's on the board at the time. Like, there's some stuff that I have seen squeakered through. Like, there's a bunch of horror movie makers that'll tell you that they kept getting hit with an R. And just to piss the MPAA off, they kept resending the movie uncut back to them until the MPAA got sick of them getting the same movie back and having to watch it 20 times, that they would give them the lower rating automatically. You know what I mean? Right. And Yeah. But what I think what, is what I'm trying to do is funny is, is during all of this is that they even had the nerve to say that when I was there for the first time in 2022, that they had already taken issue with me. And I'm like, I had a great time. Everybody was cool. I made friends there. Everybody's been awesome with me. Nobody's ever said anything about a problem. And in fact, until I got them PMs from Blobfest, all I did was is positively promote the business, positively promote my competitors, even when I didn't win. I made guesses, keep in mind, guesses, educated guesses, but guesses all the same on who might the finalists and the winners be. But yeah, it was only when they sent the DMs that shit goes sideways. And I'm like, yo, you guys are just now, mad because I kind of revealed you guys were doing something shady. Now, let me just say this because I want to make the reference. There's a documentary. Uh, I'm sure Amazon has it. I'm trying to load up. I'm showing for the folks listening at home. I'm trying to show the screen that I'm pulling up at, that it's not lo fully loading or it's taking its damn time in regards to it. The documentary is called This Film Is Not Yet Rated. It came out in 2006. It's rated, in essence, uh, rated by the NPAA NC-17. I haven't, I've seen this movie. It's just a documentary. There's nothing vulgar in it. It's, let me read you the description. Kirby Dick directed this sharp and lively documentary exposing the secrecy of the MPAA and its moving rating, movie rating system, included interviews with filmmakers, actors, and critics. And it, um, that's true. He talks about making this documentary and submitting it and how the, it's, the, the panel is supposed to be made up of, like, uh, someone from the Catholic community, someone from each one of the religious major religious communities, um, a an actual parent, what uh, is defined by the IRS, which means a so not even that according to MPA uh, rules that the a parent of someone between the ages of one and eighteen, and they said I think in the move. Uh, documentary it's they say that they went behind the store the the people that are on this panel saying that the bulk of the so-called parents on in this panel their kids are fully grown they're in their 20s and 30s right now so why are these people still on the panel making judgments they have no right to yeah they're parents but they're not parents of somebody considered a minor exactly so, and that's what they were trying to expose and go through the process of getting a movie rated. And, and they got he, slapped I'm, with a shitty rating. <laughs> right. And he, I'm sure the per, that person's wearing 
their rating with pride because of what they did. Just like we, we wear the whole aspect of what was told to us about us with pride and how we lean into the whole aspect of, at least on my end, we're the internet's most hated mafia themed geek podcast. And that's why I, again, on that meme, I posted up to our shows in Instagram that when I said it, you know, she now granted when you shared the uh, screenshot I sent to you, I would have loved to, I was asleep at that time. I was like, fuck this shit. Uh, she, I guess she had the whole audacity like, Oh, that's fake. I wish I was there. Right before you turned on the block switch. Actually, what's so funny? She actually blocked me before I blocked her. I can't find her on my block list. The the aspect was I would have asked her, really? Then the whole conversation with me was an AI. It was somebody else that was replying me for the past two, three hours. Yeah. On my way home from work. Yeah. But I saw it. <laughs> I saw it because that would have been that 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 would have been my response to her if it was uh publicly available. Like so, uh, the whole conversation with me would it was uh done by AI. So and, if and anything, I, I, like, I love it because that's the first thing that they went to when it came to my screen. Well, maybe maybe Sasha Sasha fixed it in Photoshop or maybe and it's like motherfucker, have you seen my thumbnails? I'm not very good at th- a Photoshop. I Photoshop, Photoshop. You know, I used to make my damn photo, photo, um, thumbnails and shit. I use GIMP. I use a combination of pic collage and meme generator. Yeah, and I I use GIMP, which is a free thing. I use an older version because all the other ones are too complex. I use the original beta version of Windows Movie Makers to edit my videos because it is that idiot proof for me. So I'm not thinking anything, you know? That that's the thing. It's like, oh, some everybody's like, whoa, Madman, you use on some of your thumbnails, like uh just like the background was removed to Sasha for that uh, uh Xbox you gifted her over a year ago. Yeah, I went to a site called Background Remover that does that shit for free. Exactly. And it it just it just trips me out because that's always the first argument. And, and then I, as soon as you ask for well, where are the other complaints? Because I'm I'm friends with like, last year's contestants, friends with this year's public contestants. And that's the question I had. It's like I've seen what Sasha put out publicly. That's what I kept tagging, you know. Well, did you message? I tagged them. If Sasha, if they, Bob Fest and Colonial saw what Sasha kept posting up, they saw what I fucking posted up and not the fucking, I tagged them as well. So therefore they had the ability to contact me and ask me what and never did. And they didn't, never did. And, and I loved it. I loved it when, when she wanted to be well, you're just some small person who's trying to drum up attention with controversy. And I'm like, bitch, you have barely 150 total followers and you wouldn't even have them if you didn't dick ride your husband. So, in essence, I have more than she's punching up more. more. Yeah. Depending on the platform, I have 119 subscribers on fucking YouTube. And she only has like I 120. Have, so, she has one more than me on YouTube. On, Insta, on Instagram, I have a t- grand whopping uh, 380 on Instagram. I barely have that on Twitter. 
But what I I'm have... saying is, is, is that she's acting like she's bigger and hot shit than us. And it's like, bitch, we may be small time, but we got more than you combined. And each one of those, we didn't have to dick ride anybody else to get with. And each and every last one of those, so if they knew you were talking shit on us, they would have like our this. backs. The f- people that follow me on either Twitter, I get them all the goddamn time. They got no profile. They're following a bunch of fuckers. They look like bots. Yep. Uh, could they be bots following me on Twitter? More than likely. But let me say this. I did not pay for those fuckers. Exactly. None of my shit it has been paid for. None of it. And, and, it's and, all and, and, and none of it that you've gotten or that I've gotten is because of who we knew or who we blew. Emphasis on that last part. Everyone, I I earned and everything else. Are there podcasters bigger than me and everything else? Yeah. Are, is my the name of my show holding me back? Yes. Probably. Probably. Yeah. But fuck it. Fuck them. Fuck you. Not, not, I don't yeah. mean that. As, but, and I'll come up to anybody that has that knee-jerk reaction. Do you, uh, yeah, I understand what my name is. The fact that you, right, do you want to know more about my show? Yes or no? No, it sounds like, to, again, to use. But let's go back to that last screenshot. Let's go back to that last screenshot a second that you sent me. And, and you got to admit that has something real funny in it. Where Dixie admits to, yeah, I, I am the first Miss Blobfest. And that title is essentially meaningless because the contest is or the competition isn't real. And it's like, you sure you really wanted to say that on the internet where it could be screen grabbed and people could post it everywhere? And I'm just like, thanks. You just proved everything I was saying. And let me just um say this. I, I think I might have shared it with you. If not, I'll mention I will take a screenshot because I'm not formally blocked on and I still have all the messages on my end from Dixie and regards to some of the um, stuff that was sent because I responded to her right before everything wound down I said told her I will agree this is going nowhere because it was roundabout yet before I go again one relay the fact to monster FX monster my DMS are always open Two. I have never smeared, smeared him. If he thinks so, if he thinks so, thinks so, I hope he finds help. Three. And lastly, I'm most definitely using your quote, lock, stock, and meme generated. Now, her reply to me was, dude, he doesn't know your name. He can't look at old posts from Sasha. Two. Neither of us think you, you smeared his name. Three, which quote? Because I never said your podcast was bullshit. I said I didn't want to listen to a podcast about Sasha's bullshit. Uh, actually, then she responded, it's like, if it's the quote, if it's the quote about sounding like a mon- manifesto for a school shooter, then by all means. And I responded, it's like, well, one, he knows now because you can tell him. Two, he had the option of contacting the show and three, and that's the quote I'm using and I'm leaning full tin to it. And I shared, it was pretty much a prototype. I had to go back and change some spelling and grammar issues, but it's the fact that let me put like this. If Dixie, you're watching this show on my channel or anything like that, or if you find yourself 
with the motivation, whether it be Monday motivation, Tuesday motivation, Friday motivation, to get off your pompous ass, (laughs) pompous ass, wander over to the computer or tap that YouTube icon and watch this. You don't want to watch me being a fair, trying to be a fair and objective person. The only person right now, once again, sharing their side is Sasha. And if you want to say Sasha's bullshit, then use your connections with the, if they're your friends and real good friends of you, your connections with Globfest and the Colonial, then, then flex whatever muscle you have and have them contact me. You know where to find me unless you yourself blocked me. Yep. And by the way, how dare you? If, go ahead. You yourself and your friends are more than welcome to call me a neck bearded in fucking cell. And I'll be happy to say, hey, those at Blogfest and the Colonial, is that how you tr- allow folks that are so-called good friends of your program Fenders, part of the competition and your your friends of your show your good so-called good friends if you have these policies then why are they attacking me as well then you should let them know then they should not be allowed to do that either you exactly cut all ties but if that's if they want to bad mouth and do that behind the scenes Hey, well, I wouldn't. It probably wouldn't be the uh, first time I've been called a neckbearded incel. Wouldn't be the first goddamn time. Won't be the last. Won't be the goddamn la- last. You know why I respect you out of everybody else that I chat with? Because you never go. Well, I have a trans friend. You're not the first. You don't do that shit. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, whatever. And so, mad respect for that. And not to mention, Sasha knows that if I have a problem with what Sasha says, she's got no problem. I, I have no problem to do that. And it's like, wait a minute, Sasha's starting to say say some shit. Fucking ass. Hold on. I'm going to see if I could find some valid points on the opposite side so I could bring them to Sasha in regards to making those valid points first and foremost. And therefore, in essence, if Sasha's going to hit me, I'm going to hit her right back with some valid points. Right. And that's why we respect each other. Because when we have a conversation, we have a conversation. And yet, possibly my my points come from a far, some of those points come from a far right aspect. Yeah, you're more of a centrist. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I, I try to be a centrist, but some of the points can be that I can argue is from a far right standpoint, but it's going to probably be a something that's valid that doesn't sound like total utter bullshit or if it's and it's going to be a conversation with one side going after another not blatant just me knee-jerking a lot yeah and that's what both of their things have been has been nothing but knee-jerks but at the end of the day that's what caused this and Chris has seen all my public posts. I, I keep everything public. Emphasis on the word public, 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 if we're still playing the drinking game. Uh, but the thing is, is I've been nothing but transparent. And here, Blobfest has been anything but. Like, for example, taking unsolicited, private, and unlisted videos 
as people being in the competition, if those videos even exist. And yeah. the thing is, that would have been my my comment to Dixie or whomever. The rules for mixed blogfish state that if they argue the fact, well, they could stay pro- private because the whole aspect of if somebody requests them private, then they could be private. Uh, you do realize the rules only specify photos, right? Exactly. Not video. Not, not video. Videos are a different goddamn story. And at the end of the day, when when you're going up to an accept award on a stage with a packed theater that has a balcony, I want to say max capacity in there is about 1,000 to 2,000 people. I'd have to look it up to be precise, and that show always sells out. And you're going on stage, which is far scarier than being on TV, is far scarier than being out in public you're going on a stage where a spotlight is on you and you're accepting an award if you have a problem being public maybe this ain't for you yeah let me just say this to kind of correlate with sasha it, it is different i've done prior to, i'll say this prior to roughly june or july 2016 i at that point i've done a couple of panels i've done interviews i've done all that i've done the show for about a year and during 2016 there was an issue with the library uh, with the director that they had at that time and i decided hey they're having a public meeting to hear from the public voice my issues as a podcaster aspect and i was literally shaking the whole time and my thought i even put it on a thing i put it on facebook at that time saying, how the fuck am I, was this, am I this nervous? How the fuck was I shaking like a leaf in a hurricane? Yet I've done panels. I've done, you know, interviews. I've done everything. I've spoke to press. I've been on TV. The fuck, you know? Talk this up for a second because I've got to water the lily. uh, You go water the lily. I'll fill dead air. That was my point is that how, how am I? this nervous how was i this nervous but during that meeting what happened was i had to follow up a gentleman he was a kind ass gentleman it was the best way i could explain it is imagine for the folks out there imagine if you are a local band and you had to follow uh, a band such as Metallica or ACDC or or Five Finger Death Punch or a major headline liner or even Taylor Swift. Imagine having to follow somebody with brand recognition that everybody there is have is excited to say, like I hey, guess what? We have a special treat before we get have our final person up. We have a spot final treat. Here's Taylor Swift, or here is ACDC to play a few songs. And all of a sudden, after that, you're up. You, you, you can't follow an act like that. Or if you're a comedian, someone, or let's say when they were still um, counted amongst the living, Robin Williams or George Carlin, how do you follow an act like that? And this gentleman told about how his daughter was is blind, and she enjoyed getting braille books from the kids section in the library and how the director at that time was throwing those books out because why would any, quote unquote, why would anybody want to check out those books? 
And and as I was like, how do I follow that, you know, that heart wrenching, heart touching story? You know, it's like I'm just gonna do my best, do what I, you know, prepared for, but still. But yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, if you're accepting something publicly, your video has no business being unlisted and private. And the only reason Blobfest is mad at me, because as soon as I got that DM, I could have just ignored it, not said anything. Maybe being me, I'm like, okay, this this smells seven ways to fishy, because I know copyright and trademark law. Um, and anybody who looks at my public posts, everything was public, you know, everything was positive, A-okay. Up until I started getting those DMs and emails. And even when I got my not a finalist letter, I was still talking about my competitors being positive, saying, hey, check out this video, check out this video. This is who I think could win, you know, in my opinion. You know, it was still positive and upbeat. But then you got a-holes like Dixie and um, my monster FX who want to be like, Sasha just managed to win. No, I was happy I got to compete. But now I'm finding out that I really wasn't given an opportunity to compete, nor was any of the other public contestants. And what I think is, know, because... is that people want to keep saying, you know, slander, slander. And I'm like, no, number one, you don't understand what slander is. Um, liable, libel would be more appropriate, but the only slander that came out of them would have been out of their own mouth. Because I used their own words and said, look, there's a problem here. And I did that with Monster FX. Look at what the comments he's making. And here's the product that he's selling me. Is selling people. You know, here's what he literally said to me. Here's what Dixie's saying. And about the festival, you know, I'm like, if you don't think there's a problem, you're not paying attention. And I come to find out that there was another horror hostess recently. I'm still trying to get information. Um, that basically had similar issues and then just quietly disappeared. And I think that's what they expected from me because they probably wouldn't have touched my tickets if I didn't air out those DMs and things of that nature. But, you know, I, I felt with somebody with some journalistic integrity, with some sort of integrity, even though people question it, I, I'm I'm glad that I'm I'm fully identified in the gender I am now because now it seems like anytime I, I, you know, speak the truth, it's always, she's crazy. She's a bitch. She's a liar. And it's like, hmm, never used to have those issues, dick hanging low and balls swinging to and fro. But now that I identify as a woman, it's like, wow, you guys finally accepted me. I'm, I'm the harbinger of death instead of speaker of truth. Awesome. Two things, because uh, at least on my show's end, we suffer from show ADHD. Uh I want to say this. Uh, I I apologize, Sasha, for cutting into your yeah. hashtag grant. But uh, one, um, even though they probably don't listen, uh, I still want to do the shout out. Shout out to our sole person that put funds in our tip dot jar. Because coffee lady, yeah, uh, coffee lady. Um, because over the past two months, which what we're recording on right now on my end, if everything goes through, um. We picked up this past Friday, because it's Sunday now, uh, this past Friday, picked up the new-ish laptop that we had on layaway at a local pawn shop uh, that we also scraped and scrounged to get, but still props to to her 
in regards to helping us with that so far. We do have that 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 tip jar um, open right now. Uh, if the company decides to close that link, we will open up another one. So we have an open tip jar for all of you. We will update all that information. And uh, also this past Friday, uh, we put in our order on our end for a dubby container uh, and and a uh, some of the drink stuff as well so we can have it in our hands. So uh, once we get it, we'll alternate. I would have gotten stickers too so I could use the bigger one. They were all out of stickers. So probably uh, why they was like that that's been always my thing especially when i was doing stuff for, or unboxings for uh, a dungeon in a box that i'd order stuff that i wanted extra for like well, hey you didn't say what coffee lady you know what, what what the name of her product is and where she's out of oh let me do yeah i forgot let me do that i i'll give her a full proper shout out uh uh, the coffee lady I'm talking about. Um, That's going to be her name now, coffee lady. <laughs> coffee lady. Uh, um, to kind of keep her public, st- her uh, name. I'm sure she wouldn't. She'd take it in stride. Uh, but I don't want folks to discern her full name. That way, if you visit her shop in Charlestown, West Virginia, uh, or, or the Charlestown area, you could find out her name that way. But I will not do her dirty like like that uh by giving her name here but i will say coffee lady i'm sure she'd be happy or think it's fun that hey i refer to her as when i can't remember her name offhand i refer to her as coffee lady but um she owns and operates black dog coffee in the i think it's jefferson county area here in west virginia she's out of charlestown and she makes wonderful she i'm not sure where she gets the coffee beans but she roasts and brews the coffee, everything in-house. She adds like coffee flavoring to chocolate and she does a lot of baking and for uh, her shop and everything else. And she shared with me some gluten. I'm not somebody that eats eats gluten-free stuff a whole bunch, but uh, when she helped me out a few months ago when my, or I say uh, late last year when, not late, like a year or two ago when my stove went out, she got me like a little portable uh, grill and she gave me some uh, gluten-free cinnamon rolls and by God, they were fucking good. So the coffee's good. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll find the link to Black Dog Coffee. So that way folks at home, if you want to order some Black Dog Coffee for yourself, I'm sure she's more than willing to uh, send a bag to your way. Uh, Ship. But please keep in mind, she might might charge shipping and handling. So it's whatever the coffee costs plus shipping and handling. And I, let me just add this as well. The coffee is good with some of the flavored uh, creamers that are out on the market, if that is your thing. My personal best favorite is the Cocoa Puffs creamer that you can get like Walmart or Martin's. The Fruity Pebbles, but the Cocoa Puffs. Or the French, I'm a French vanilla guy, but still, she's use your a own positive problem. purveyor of princess poison. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a lot of pee pee. <laughs> how do I keep Martin Ferguson? How do you keep Sasha at bay? Coffee, coffee, <laughs> coffee. I hang coffee beans all over. I just 
I do coffee, a certain amount. Get a hold coffee. of the Southern Wasps, the big red ones. Yeah, mm -hmm. you've got every weakness that I, I don't use. I don't use salt uh, around the house. I use coffee to keep Sasha out. <laughs> but yeah, she she's she's positive. So you know, as, as the Blobfest story progresses, we'll we'll update as that happens. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, a couple of topics I wanted to pick up on. Um, the Fable scandal lately. Um, a lot of people are losing their mind because the Fable, I, I guess you'd call it a remake or a reimagining of the first Fable game. Um, the female protagonist was like, oh, she's ugly, unattractive. And it's so funny because these guys that are pissed about this have dug so deep into the uh not the publisher but the studio that's producing the game just to see if they happen to have any trans people that work there and they found one that happens to be um working in like background design but has nothing to do with character design and it got so bad that even when they found out that yes there's a very attractive woman that this model's based on they're still like just giving shit on this game and it's like Seriously, guys, games are not made just for you anymore. Um, women are a large demographic of players. I play games. It, I, I, I love stories, you know. I'll. It's one of the things that even I have admitted to in the in the past, and a lot of folks are like, "What do you mean?" But I won't say admit because um, it sounds wrong. It's like, listen, I, I'm a Gen Xer, so is Sasha. We can both tell you that. Starting, if you want to go back to at least the 60s, the 60s from the 60s at minimum when it comes to action movies, 70s and 80s when it comes to horror, the demographic was out of I want to say the the lowest end, maybe 90 90% guys, yep. high end 96% guys, what male dominated viewership. Now, clearly, and, clearly, the the movie Jaws was not made for horny guys because look at that cast. That cast is fucking butt ugly. <laughs> but it's that, the aspect of action movies and horror. It still was is geared towards a male. It, even if it was Jaws or Poltergeist or whatever, it was still the demographic for watching something that was deemed horror, no matter the rating, was guys. And yep. it's mostly guys that went it went to see these movies. And but since maybe I want to say the latest 1990 on the demographic of women viewing the horror and action movies grew. Yes. Uh, so it it's been I want to say it's not quite fifty fifty now. It might still be. Uh, 55 45 in favor of guys but it there's still the numbers are much closer together than they were 30 years ago 40 years ago and granted still 30 years uh if you want to go back to the early 2000s uh yeah you had a lot of action movies that might have starred women uh charlie's angels comes to mind with uh drew barrymore lucy Liu. yeah uh but I, I'm just saying, yeah, you have that, but still, uh, to me, I enjoyed the original, uh, I would say the early 2K, late 90s, early 2K, Charlie Angels movies, but 
And no, I didn't see the, the reboot remake sort of thing, but I'm not knocking that one either because I didn't see it to have an accurate opinion on it. But I'm just saying you had movies in the past world. The demogra- male demographic was still very large and it, the female demographic is growing. Same thing with video games. In the 80s and 90s, uh, especially the, not so much the 70s, but in the 80s, maybe into the 90s, mid 90s, it was still. Um, but there were spikes because, like, the best ever, um, oh, Space Invaders player was a woman. And keep in mind that when Miss Pac Man came out, and just even the regular Pac Man, there was more female players in the arcades than ever anticipated. And yes, I'm that old. <laughs> but for the most part, it video games has been even with comics, the the female democratic democrat Damn, I'm saying the word so many times it's not coming out right. Minute, 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 minute. Democrat demographic of women has grown over the past twenty. I'll say at most twenty five years in regards to the comic community. More so has spiked over the past 20, uh, but in video games, it has grown, especially over the past 20 years, at least. I'll say that uh, most visibly in the past 20 years, especially since I don't have since I don't have hard numbers in front of me. Whoever see this that has able to link hard numbers, but please feel free to do so in the comment section down below. But I want to say, for the most part, it's mostly, if you want to include mobile games and everything, right? The yeah, that's where maybe the majority of women are still playing, but I'm sure there's still a lot of female gamers, female uh, now more so. I want to know more uh, the numbers right now. Yeah, are there a lot of streamers gaming, those who game on stream? Twitch, Kick, or what have you, that game, women, yeah, uh, uh, I'm not, I am not denying that. I'll, all I'm saying is that I don't know the full numbers. Exactly. And I don't have that. And uh, if you want to provide me with those numbers and links to those numbers, I don't want to say, uh, don't give me a, a website called I, I read that somewhere.com. But, uh, but I want to know an actual legit website whether it be like harvard or some something like that and at the um, end of the day i mean what we're talking about here is a game that's being remade and you and i both know like on systems like xbox you could probably download the original fable and play the original fable if you don't like the new upgrade look right so the other thing is you got to keep in mind that not every game is made for a certain demographic you know, I, I don't really see, you know, Chris playing uh, Hello Kitty Island Adventure anytime soon, though I would pay to watch that stream. But at the end of the day, you don't really see him. Maybe the My Little Pony game, I'm, I, I might I might see him play that or the Trolls game. But outside of that, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of games that just aren't made for the demographic. Um Grant, you got your hardcore gamers that are all about shooters and RPGs and stuff. And how often do they dip into a Mario game? You know, how often do they decide, oh, I want to play Kirby? It don't happen a whole right. hell of a lot. And not everything's made for you. And look at all the controversy that happened when the Wii came out. Oh, 
casual gamers. I'm sorry, older people were playing Wii in the nursing home and getting up and moving and doing stuff and having a good fucking time. Not everything is made for one niche demographic. Sometimes yeah, it's gra- granted, other people. Granted, uh, there are games that benefit a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like as you stated, uh, there are exercise games and certain Wii games that help with mobility. Just dance. Be used, just dance. And can they be used in like uh, nursing homes or so, something like that to help aid? Yes. And uh, many studies have come out saying that if you suffer or if you had had head trauma or something like that, or you feel that your brain is slipping, use games such as Candy Crush, Bejeweled, or games similar. Those those games help your brain, help memory, and help exercise. And literally, it helps exercise your brain a little bit. And I I could because those studies are there. Yep, there they they are valid studies and. Since there are no troll, I'm looking at Game Pass right now. Uh, there's a Hello Kitty game. I know there's a Hello Kitty game. And there's I will say Barbie this. Games. <laughs> I will if come on, Barbie, let's go play. To, to troll everybody, there is a Peppa Pig game. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. All Patrol. I wonder if there's a Paw Patrol on Game Pass. I know uh, Game Pass has Peppa Pig. Uh, <laughs> and it's supposed to be a... Uh, you type in Paw Patrol, 10,000 results. Oh, shit. Oh, awesome, awesome. There is... Uh, let's see. Game Pass, Paw Patrol, The Movie Adventure, Paw Patrol, Grand Prix, Paw Patrol, Pup Save. <laughs> these, are, these are three games on Game Pass right now. And because I'm a Game Pass subscriber, I can download these games and play them for free. And I have... Uh, uh, yeah, while you're in Game Pass, do me a favor. Type in Fable and see if the original game comes up. It will. I almost guarantee it. I, we have right now on the list uh, the OG3... Uh, because of uh, the Xbox is able to play 360 games, uh, we have the original Fable... Fable 2 and Fable 3 on Game Pass. So, so if you're playing, you can play the original. Yeah, you can play the original. Uh, more than likely, probably earn achievements for those games and everything else for them. So, and plus, you're able to play Fallout 3, Fallout 4, Fallout New Vegas, New Vegas. and Fallout, Fallout 76. 76. Probably Fallout Shelter. So you do have like the OG games to play as well. And while we're talking about games, real quick, if I may, Sasha, yeah, uh, I want to I want to talk out talk about a bitch and a wine and a bitch of myself. Uh, I know Sasha for her reasons is not playing Borderlands anymore, and I respect that. But I'm going to uh, publicly publicly call out uh, the folks behind. Uh, Borderlands and the folk and Randy Pitchford himself, you motherfucker. Gearbox, um, Gearbox, UK. Because I say, how do, wait, let me lion face. 
Lemon face. Nope. Lion face. <laughs> <laughs> Open letter to Gearbox. Uh, Dear Gearbox 2K and Randy fucking Pitchford. Uh, let me say this about your new fucking shift coats. You almost not said, uh, hey, it's me again, Austin. Let me tell you, <laughs> your game makes no goddamn motherfucking <laughs> sense. <laughs> your shift codes for Borderlands 2 are not fucking working. Let me move the mic closer so you can hear me better. The shift codes are not fucking working. I know you just released a shift code that is that works for Borderlands 2, Borderlands 3, and Tiny, Tiny, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. And guess what? Don't Once work. I enter in those codes, I will receive keys for Borderlands 3 and Tiny Tina's for both the Xbox and my PS4. Good chance if I'm able to get into Borderlands 2, the Handsome Jack collection, those keys will not show up for the border for Borderlands 2. Will not because they do not show up for the Xbox Borderlands 3, Borderlands 2 for the hands. But guess what? I pull up the game. Congratulations. You have keys available for you have new keys available for Borderlands 2. But they're not showing up. I'm still at 97. I could redeem the three keys for Borderlands 2 and still be at 97. Hell, I have. Sasha might know this, uh, the gamer tag because it was on the console I gave her. Igor. I figured brand new account. No, uh, there's no achievements on it. Hey, what would be a good idea to hook up my Twitch? Uh, account to Igor stream achievement hunting on Borderlands 2 the Igor account sounds like a good idea right well I know as a fan of Borderlands that there are co shift codes that are still active sign up for shift under the Igor email and account I should have over a hundred or close to a hundred uh, keys for Borderlands 2. Guess how many keys I have for Borderlands 2, Sasha? 97. One. Oh, just one. Just the one that comes with the game. <sighs> the key, and I even under that, when I was logged into Shift, under that gamer Igor account, I redeemed for Borderlands 2, Borderlands 3, and Tiny Tina's, and I still have one count. And yet, the shift aspect for Borderlands 2 says, you received key, 20 keys. You received this key. You received that key. Yet, I'm only receiving one key, when I, and it's shown up as one key when I approach that golden chest. So, Randy, get a hold of fucking Gearbox. Or Gearbox, I'm calling your shit out. Get on it. But yeah. then again, 
There's a lot of reasons yeah. I stepped away from that game series. And I, I, I still even have uh, uh, I'm Fuster, a f- the Fuster Cluck and hasn't even completed it. So, And the thing is, I, I, I'm I, a fan of Borderlands. When Borderlands 4 comes out, will I be playing Borderlands 4 if it comes out? Yeah, more than likely. I'm going to be that dumbass that plays it. And I'll probably talk a lot about the movie, have we? No, uh, we've heard, oh, they're working on the trailer as we speak, but haven't seen shit. I haven't seen nothing. Uh, People have been asking Randy, uh, any word on the the movie or a trailer or anything like that? Uh, Post-production, there should be a trailer out now. Nothing. Nothing. Maybe... The Fallout movie is going to be like the next Thunder is like going to be like Thundercats. It's going to be all word of mouth that it's been filmed. These people are attached to it. But the Fallout movie, don't you mean uh, Borderlands? Borderlands, yeah. Either way, <laughs> the Fallout on Amazon. You got to get that. But either way, I I'm going to probably pick it up. But fans are pissed of how they handled Tiny Tina's, and I've mentioned that how bad I didn't like Tiny Tina's in regards to played on sync beyond on normal mode is a son of a bitch. I played it on nor- Tiny Tina's one. It's a nice, be- beautiful game, but so it's the pre-sequel effect. No, uh, not so much. Yeah, kind of like the uh, pre-sequel effect. Well, you have to have more than one player playing with you while playing with it, playing the game. Mm. Playing single player is tough. Hell, when I was playing uh, Wonderlands on PS4, I was playing with a friend of mine who he himself was a big, a big Borderlands fan. We both were having issues playing together. I don't mean just playing together. Meaning, well, we're on the same. We're playing multiplayer, and he'd get kicked or I'd get kicked. We'd be playing the same level of difficulty. Same level, each other, or within the same grouping, but the boss was so goddamn hard. With two people playing, we're like, how the fuck? Why are we? Why? What's the damage that we're? We have like the best weapons in the game at this level. Why are we doing only one point of damage to this person? Yep. Why? What's going on? Why? And they kept gearboxes like getting bombarded. Why are you keep nerfing your games? It's the again the destiny effect. Let's ner- keep nerfing, nerfing, nerfing. Well, Borderlands Two was the aspect of oh, we're not going to really nerf stuff because we didn't nerf it with the first game. Exactly, and it just. But you had one a couple people on Borderlands probably uh, the pre sequel and everything else saying, "Hey, these weapons seem a little bit overpowered." Okay, let's nerf the shit. Now this build is overpowered. Oh, let's nerf that shit. So, while we're on the topic of video games, because you kind of touched on it a little bit when you mentioned Thundercats, and I kind of touched on it while I jokingly brought out Barbie games, which you should also search on Xbox at some point. Um, News has trickled down. I figured this would be a good part where we can end cap it and save other topics for Tuesday's episode. Um, With the Barbie movie getting ready to drop, everybody's either Barbie movie or Oppenheimer. I'm probably going to see one and then see the other. I just don't understand which tonally I want to go to first. You want to go watch the depressing movie about man creating its own weapon of mass destruction, or do I want to watch Barbie first? I'll get to that. 
But one of the big things that kind of made the New Yorker recently is with popularity and word of mouth of the Barbie movie getting ready to drop. Mattel is now looking at all of their other game line, uh, their toy and game lines for possible movie adaptations. Um, I know I threw out there the other day, like, hey, you know, and it's been rumored for a while that they've been working on a He-Man movie. Um, but maybe we'll finally get He-Man. Um, I'm not sure where Thundercats falls, because remember, they were originally made by LJN, and I think the last group of people to make Thundercat toys was Bandai with that, what was it, 2012 remake, and then Mattel like that. did Super 7 ones for a while. Um, but I, I'm just curious, what, what other toy lines do you think that uh, Mattel could throw out there with possible movies? I mean, He-Man's obvious. She-Ra, right. obvious. Where do you think they could go with that? I just, uh, let me say this. As long as Kevin Smith doesn't touch He-Man, fine. Deal with it. Uh, like Revelations. I thought it was pretty good. I, I'm waiting for the second season. But, no, just that my gripe with it is that, uh, as I stated in, like, an episode a couple of months when it initially dropped, he, he I guess it, call it, uh, I, like most people, called him out on his shit because he's, publicly stated and it's been out in the public that how much he hated he-man hated this that and the other thing and that he didn't want to be a part of you know he-man he hated the toys never watched the show and all of a sudden so many years later because hasbro or whoever has mattel 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 uh, and netflix decided to dump a you know pull up a dump truck full of fucking cash in his driveway all of a sudden he loves he-man and yep. he watched it all as a youth and therefore, and it, you know, when uh, Clownfish called them out on you know his shit and heard about the rumors and all that, he decided to attack you know, and his fan base decided to catch you know Clownfish in regards to what they were saying, and they said, "Go back." We said it was you know everything we said was public, like what you said. It's public. We never public, said, public, we public. said it was it was public, public, public. We said it was rumor, and now all of these stuff coming out that you're sharing with us and through leaks and everything else is proving us right. So who's proving who right? So quite shut the, in essence, they didn't really say shut the fuck up, but in their own way said shut the fuck up. You keep it up. You're proving us right. You know, constantly sharing with what you're showing and showing and showing. You're proving us right. So as much as I call out every now and again, Clownfish TV, you know, I'll I'll give them credit where credit's due. You know, it's like, hey, if they release something that's later to be proven true, hey, they called you guys out. They punched up. They got proven right. Go with it. Okay, but, so here here's some of the ones that catch my eye for their brands. Um, they got Hot Wheels, which I guess could be kind of turned into a movie. I just hope it wouldn't go to uh, Fast and Furious levels of a film. Dear God, no. How how they do that? How would they do that? I don't know. I mean, we're getting a Gran Turismo movie. I don't know if you've seen that yet, based on the That's contest the to turn like gamers into real drivers. You see, the thing is... Uh... With that, yeah, it's a game. That therefore they could create their own 
tracks and so forth and, and so on. And they could probably do that, that with Hot Wheels. I mean, it, it's possible. But if not to mention with Grand Trimmer, you could customize. I think you, in game you could customize the cars and so forth and so on. Therefore, you can you know with them, it's like hey, it could be a brand. Yeah, the the whole aspect of it could be the next Fast and the Furious type of ordeal. But if they keep it to as strictly like the first Fast and Furious that it's modding cars and racing them, then fine, sure. Uh, that's one thing, and but. Hot Wheels? What are they going to do? The the funky racetracks okay. that they had? Here's another one. Bravestar. Again, I don't know how you get around some of the really um, racism <laughs> that's in that. Because, you know, your, your main character is a Native American and it really gets into his powers and connection with nature. I don't know. It depends on how... De depends on how you want to... Uh, uh, cast it and you know who's behind it and you know the I would want one I want to see the casting for it you know I you know granted um I think he's still alive I think he uh River I would love to see River Phoenix to be in that role isn't he a little you know, too so, old for that now him I I don't know if he's got gray but still he's native I think he's Native American if not yeah Latino but hey you know give it a shot let him be an elder you know here's a throwback um, um you got muscles you remember muscle the little tiny like pink guys yeah so they had that that could be because that actually has a japanese property attached to it so they could definitely have a different kind of branding for it yeah, because you brought it up uh let me bring it up let me bring it up bring it up, bring it up. i hope he still has this episode still Available on let me check Google Podcasts uh, because I want to give proper credit to this guy. He's he's been doing geek content for better part of ten years, and he had let me give it a search. Oh shit! I Big Jim, I forgot that they made that. Um, that was kind of like a GI Joe ripoff. But he didn't do, like, G.I. Joe stuff. Like, he kind of did other stuff, like, where he was a construction worker or a guy who was, like, a forest ranger or kind of like a, a male version of Barbie, but with better careers and more exciting things. Um, a lot of the animals that later showed up in He-Man were just repaints used in the He-Man toy line from Big Jim. Now, like the bird I have it up. I have the um the series he did. He put out it, there's 96 episodes available on Google Podcasts. Let me give a shout out. Yeah, he, I don't think he's doing anything anymore because the last one that dropped was back in 2021. But I'll give it a shout him a shout out because because he's talked about how bad 80s cartoons were and how quasi race problematic that they could have been. He had a show, podcast, called Totally Rad Radical Cartoon Podcast. Mm -hmm. Yours truly was on a couple of those episodes. And he talks about and goes over some of the issues and problems in regards to these episodes. And one of the episodes I did was about Brave Star. 
in regards to kind of the issues and problems of cartoons. It's on how I'll find a link or in regards to the show and I'll post up. I think he's on Podbean or I'll, at least on the audio side, I'll put a link in the description so folk could find his, that podcast if people are interested and could check out because they're on Google podcasts. So people are more than welcome to check them out if they wish. I want to give him proper credit and credits due because he's a great guy. He does a lot of photography work and covers a lot of uh, Florida conventions in regards to Florida, uh, Florida stuff. He does toy reviews too on his uh, YouTube channel. So, and for those folks, I'll link to his uh, on the video side and probably the audio side too. I'll link to his YouTube channel as well. Uh, just search for Geek World Order on YouTube and it'll probably come up. So, He's a wonderful guy, so give him a shout-out. He's been doing this shit for over 10 years. So, a couple other lines I saw kind of stood out. Um, Like I said, Big Jim. But Big Jim also had another, like, counterpart known as Major Matt Mason, which was, like, in the late, early 70s. And he was a spaceman. Um, So he had, like, these very intricate, like, space sets. So that could be something that's used. Uh, I know they've tried to do Max Steel as like a movie a couple of times and hasn't worked, so they could maybe try to redo that. Um, now here's the one that'll blow you away: Mighty Max. Wasn't that like the the uh, boy version, boy version of, of Polly Pocket? Polly yeah. Pocket. yeah, but I know I, they did a cartoon the, version of they had yeah, a cartoon that cartoon a couple, like many years ago. Yeah, but... the cartoon was awesome and like. I think that could be open for adaptation. Um, they also own the uh, rights to the Incredible Crash Dummies. The thing is, the downside is kids today don't buy toys. No. They, don't. they buy video games. And I think they're already doing stuff Monster High, so I wouldn't count that one. Well, you got to figure Mattel could get into the video game market. Um, oh, wow. I didn't even know about this guy. Pulsar, the ultimate man of adventure. And he's like hollow on the inside. So you can kind of see his heart and his lungs and his intestines. And there's some sort of battery or something that you can insert in him. And it makes all that shit work. Holy crap. That's what I'm kind of wandering down. I don't know what you would do for a movie on that one, but sign me up. Uh, oh, now uh, here's the thing: because you're a Gen Xer, I'm sure you remember this dude, and this is how they could work it, or could they could they could green screen it? Because but back in the '80s, Sasha could back me up. There was this dude that had a he wore good body. like a good yeah, Mister Goodbody. He had like uh, uh he wore like a onesie, uh, skin tight onesie. And it had like a heart, lungs, and stomach on it, and he'd talk about like health and like it was geared to like little kids and like elementary school. He was at, he made an appearance at my elementary school one year. I so, just shot you a link to Pulsar, and like, if you get a second, just load it in one of your windows, and then scroll down at the picture of him, and like. 
Yo, <laughs> I played with this today. <laughs> Did you get it? Uh, let me see. I, I got it. I'm loading it up. What in the sim? Fuck. Insert oh, this disc in his brain. You activate his vital systems. <laughs> the hell? I never had this. I never even seen this shit as a kid. Look at home. This is what I were getting. Jesus Christ. I would have played that with the hell out what of this thing. What the hell? <laughs> what in the, what in the uh, Operation Board Game? This is, again, folks. This is this in essence what the setup would be, or I like how his head just kind of splits in half so you can insert his mission disc. <laughs> oh man. That now imagine this. Uh I'll... Oh yeah, this Oh my brain had to go down that fucking route too. Think Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> How this toy could freak out every toy that uh, was shown in Toy Story. Oh, I gotta change my mind. <clears throat> Random heart pulsating on the floor. Yeah. That would Looks be like the... Andy got a brand new toy. Everybody reacts in terror. <laughs> oh. They also own the rights to Rock'em Sock'em Robots. It's like one of the few board games that I don't think Hasbro owns. We uh, had a Rock'em Sock'em movie. It was well, called it was, Real Steel. Yeah, but <laughs> it wasn't officially branded. And I don't think Mattel did all... Oh, here's an old one for you. Remember Shogun Warriors? Uh, it rings a bell. Where they were like... Um, they even included um, Godzilla and Gigan and Now granted, they probably wouldn't be able to do that nowadays but it could definitely be rebranded but they used a lot of the old um now granted i'm showing my my weeb side here but they used a lot of the old uh mazinger z action figures and things of that nature with like firing fists they were actually toys from japan so they kind of pulled a hasbro and just rebranded them as something new stateside but all the figures were like two feet tall. I think Marvel did a comic series. Yeah, they did. It crossed over in the Godzilla comic series, which is kind of cool. I just sent you a link to that one. And then they have Rescue Heroes. Oh, I think I remember seeing this shit. Wandering oh. oh, oh, okay. So with Turtles being big right now, and I completely forgot about this, they also own the rights to Street Sharks. Then they could probably do that. Yeah, that would work. Um, Come out with something Street Shark related as yeah. competition with Nickelodeon and uh, make a new cartoon yeah, or something. Oh, and they own the rights to Wishbone and Viewmaster. But a lot of their oh. stuff. Oh, oh, something I talked about in an episode long, long time ago that I did underneath the Taurus the Terror. Uh, they have wheeled warriors. Oh yeah, I don't think I remember that shit. Um, uh, wheeled warriors was written by that guy who did that um that show we talked about a couple months ago, where they're gonna do an animation of it. Uh, I forgot. I Straczynski. Yeah, JMS. Yeah, J. Michael Straczynski is the guy who wrote wheeled warriors. And they had nothing to do with the toy the toy line 
Like the cartoon was completely different. But the feature with them was um, you could swap parts from all the vehicles and build like really crazy ass vehicles. Um, so that's something that could be brought back. But in all honesty, a lot of the brands that they own, they don't even list He-Man because I think technically right now um, Universal owns He-Man. So they're kind of picky on the rights on that. So I I'm curious what Mattel is going to bring to the table when it comes to other movies outside of Barbie, because outside of Barbie, they don't have many like recognizable brands anymore. They're not like a Hasbro. They're not like, um, you know, it, 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 it's, it's stuff that they don't really, you know, have like a full license on because they kind of gave up their rights to He-Man and She-Ra a while back where even though the product originated with them, they no longer own it. If that makes sense. I didn't think that could ever happen to anybody, but apparently, yes, it can. You, you can lose the rights to a product you created. Um, so like third parties could come about and, and make your, your product. And I, I'm just wilded out by that. Yeah. That's a lot of things like people don't understand. It's like if a company such as Mattel or Hasbro don't keep up on their trademarks, they lose the trademark and thus lose the rights to that stuff. And somebody could easily pick the shit up and run with it until they lose track of it. It's just endlessly cycling. I think I, I never had Wild Warriors, but I uh, probably heard about them. There was so much stuff. I sent you a link to, to the review I did a while back on it. Okay. When I did it underneath the Taurus of Terror and the Saturday Morning Serial Killers, we talked about a lot of Deke products, and that was one of their cartoons. But J. Michael Straczynski bought that, uh, basically wrote the entire thing, and the whole backstory and the main characters and everything else has nothing to do with the toy line. Like the toy line is mostly like vehicle based with some action figures. But, like, the good guys are just no-name people in orange jumpsuit, and the bad guys are just these big brainy globs that you can stick in the vehicles. And, yeah, there was no story given, and then Wheeled Warriors comes out, and it's like, who the fuck is Jace? Who the fuck is this guy, you know? How do I get this figure? Yeah. If the Five Nights at Freddy movie is a success... Yeah. yeah, let's say that's success because we're on a. It's a similar topic. But hold, hold with me. Hear me out. Did if you the see the new night, two minute trailer? Uh, I have to watch who knew, the new trailer, but let me say this: if the if Five Nights is a success, this is what I would like to see. Someone find out. Someone out there find out who has the rights, and I want them to kind of release it in humanoids movie. Yeah, that's Hasbro. That's Hasbro. Yeah, that's why. Then let them do a. Let them do a. Uh, let it be a R rating because the main character you could kind of. I remember the toys you could like take out organs and yeah, make organs for it, pull them out. <laughs> and that way you could do it. if if it's a good horror aspect you could do that, but in fact, I honestly still have one. On the old nightstand, and it's one of the, the three guardian guys with light piping. 
And this is from the 80s. And yeah, this is a Hasbro product. And no. technically, technically, it's part of the shared universe with G.I. Joe, Transformers, Jim. The whole nine yards. Yeah, because of that one news reporter who appears in everything. I'm like, seriously, Hasbro, get at me. I, I've got the best idea to create your universe. Just focus on that reporter character as like a side character who shows up in every movie and just make fun movies and then worry about combining them. Do we have more on the docket or? No, I think we're going to save some for Tuesday because we, okay. we have a laundry list. I mean, like next episode, yeah. we could talk on Alien. We can talk on, uh, you know, Captain America Jr. being down in D.C. We can talk about a lot of stuff. Um, so, yeah, this is where we would cap it. Any plugs, any shout outs you want to give? And by the way, happy anniversary. Thank you. Uh, usual outlets. Uh, we still have the. Tip jar open. Well, link is always as always. The in light the description. piping on this is fierce. Look at that, like crazy. Anyway, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, although I'm sure uh, Sasha has the link tree stuff up for uh, us on her side of things, um, but uh, all the the tip jar is open. We still have that challenge up in regards to we hit that thousand dollar goal. We will uh bikini will, car wash. <laughs> I will don a bikini for at least a bikini top for the show, if not the ender. Um if we hit five thousand, I will do a stupid TikTok dance with it. And uh here's ten thousand tattoos. Yeah, ten thousand tattoos. But a friend of mine uh obviously heard the show, he's like, Will you go full dusty roads in regards to wearing that bikini? You know what? Fuck it. If I have the money funds for it, I will find a polka dot thing and go dusty roads. There so, you go. Um, it's just that, folks, you have to park. I, I know we, we, we strongly advocate it. We always have the cause that if you don't have the funds, we just want you to like and share. That's given. But if you want to see it happen, you have to add to that tip jar. <laughs> you have to add that tip jar. And all the funds that we bring in, whether through uh, the tip jar, Patreon, etc., uh, it goes towards funding the show right back in. Uh, funds in, funds out. Exactly. So uh, it's, it's the same way with my OnlyFans, which you just look for Sasha, Princess of Darkness on OnlyFans. I'm easy enough and, to find. Not all of it's adult content. Some of it's just podcasts. Though we do get a little raw and talk some smack on our podcast. But, but let me say this, folks. It is what it is. This, if you made it this far in uh, the video in regards to YouTube and all that, let me say this. I know I haven't been posting that much, uh, if any, unboxings as of late. It's because I don't have uh, the extra funds to bring stuff in to do unboxings. Uh, but once I have the two final Kickstarters in, I will do unboxings for them. If you want to, me to do more unboxings, whether it be Dungeon in the Box or another uh loot box type thing come in that funds helps because funds are tight on my end uh we will do that and i'm sure eventually we'll we'll do toy reviews and stuff on the show etc for channels and everything else we when we do go to events we will have still have event stuff and event coverage as always on my side just that the funds that we bring in to the chit jar and everything else We'll go towards like Dungeon in the Box, 
uh, loot crate if they're still in business, or um, the anti-hero uh, loot packs where they give you a bunch of uh, comics, and one of those comics can be a graded comic. It will go for that, but it's hard to do it on a limited budget. So it helps. That helps. So if you want to see more content like that unboxing on my channel, that those funds will help for that. And one of the things I've been thinking about doing again is um, thinking about opening another PO box and doing like fail mail again, um, where people can send us stuff. You know, within reason, it's going right to the post office. So if you send us anything too bad, you know, the post office is coming for you. Um, but keep in mind, we're going to have another unboxing here soon. Um, hopefully, I can get that arranged by the end of August where uh, we review a certain knockoff bootleggers products and have some fun with that. I, I still got to figure out how to uh, get that stuff mailed to somebody um, while still being deceptive and he doesn't know it's coming. Right. But uh, not to mention we have a Patreon. At least I have a Patreon. I think Sasha has one too. So um, Mostly OnlyFans. I haven't touched the Patreon in forever. It might still exist. But for now, I have at least a Patreon. It's part of the link tree. Uh, it's only one tier. It's $3. And uh, you, there's so much you get for it. Uh, Meaning behind you'll get like, hey, this video has been sponsored in part by, you know, whatever your screen name is and so forth and that. And plus, I provide a link to the full podcasts prior to them going live on YouTube. So because Patreon only has a certain size limit for videos. So there's that. Uh, plus, I'll try to put more stuff up so you can talk in essence talk and all that and more interaction but as soon as people start rolling in and it gets traction uh, I'll post more on Patreon and be more observant on Patreon. Uh, we do still have our partner Dubby uh, as Dubby. Kind of hinted, uh, Dubby, uh, if you want to help us support the channel that way just head on over to dubby.gg and enter in code LCM podcast uh, upon takeout for 10% off your order uh, they still have, uh, I ordered, uh, as stated earlier in the show, I ordered their, their cup and I ordered a, uh, a tub of one of their drinks. It is the, their orange and cream mix. So I'll be trying that probably as soon as I get that. Stuff. Hey, I love orange and cream. Uh, hey, <laughs> that'd be the case. None for you, little lady. No, I can't. I I can't have it because it clearly states it has coffee. Has caffeine in it? No, coffee. I, I'm okay with caffeine. Otherwise, my my coke addiction would be a problem. Yes, coke as in Coca Cola. Let me specify. <laughs> but um, yeah, like no, they actually contain coffee. So I gotta be real careful with that stuff. Um, that's why I kind of made the joke on Threads the other day because they were posting stuff about, you know. I'm like, stop to all the people promoting it. And I'm like, like, hi, my name is Sasha Monroe. Welcome to my knockoff version of Jackass. Today, <laughs> we're going to be drinking Dubby mixed with equal parts instead of water, alcohol, possibly Everclear. Will the alcohol like kill me before the coffee does? <laughs> Coca-Cola, if you want to support a uh, tiny podcast or YouTuber, Sasha's your person. Pepsi, on the other hand, if you want to have a cold war wars between two YouTube channels, podcasters, 
uh, I'm your guy on that one. So um, we will be more than happy to have Cola Wars on across the channel. So Hell, RC Cola, since not a lot of people talk about you, hit me up. I, I don't yeah. mind if you hey, RC. RC? Hey, diet over here. Diet. Diet. Yeah, RC uh, or RC Cherry, because, like, that is the best cherry cola ever. I will fight motherfuckers. Diet over. stuff, right? Yeah, over here. Diet. Diet over here. <laughs> sugar for anything sugar free over here. Cherry um, RC. It's the best way to go. I'll be more than happy to take your money. So, or free product. Or free product. No, because we know we're not getting any Crystal Skull from Dan Aykroyd for free. <laughs> that be also being said, Sasha's a PS4 fangirl, and I'm an Xbox fangirl. Got, uh, Xbox, play, PlayStation, yeah. You want things getting serious and uh, have a lot of fun, where are your group? Where are your group? Yeah, we'll Wait, swap we'll... off. You'll defend PlayStation one day, and then I'll defend PlayStation, and we'll just hmm. trade sides. <laughs> Confused we'll the hell branding. But anyways, as I like to say, that's the show. So, you know, takes care, keep it real, and unpleasant screams. And I'm a gamer, and I'm wearing a bikini. Dare you to prove me wrong. Listening to the Long Coat Mafia. Capiche?
Welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed not just the aspect of this being a reboot reissue episode, but it being our 8th anniversary episode as well. And now, as always, it's time for updates, comments, smart remarks, etc., 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 etc. Now, I don't know, I don't remember if we covered it in the update aspect of what's been happening with Blobfest and all that. Uh, Dixie in the DMs with me was was supposed to give my information to Monster FX, but let me just say this, did Monster FX contact me in any way, shape, or form? No. Probably what happened was Dixie probably told him, don't contact him, D he's associated with Sasha, they're in cahoots, the whole nine yards, and all he's been doing right now, he hasn't, again, he hasn't, for whatever reason, hasn't DM'd me to settle the issue that he had with her, meaning Sasha, and confront me with regards to how iffy, uh, the DMs and all that that or screenshots he he sent Dixie, none of that happened. All he did is he went on my show's the show's page, the Long Coat Mafia podcast Facebook page, found the pretty much what I put up promo wise in regards to the fifth, and decided, well, I'm just gonna leave a laugh emoji in regards to that because you know what assholes like him think shit like this is funny. And despite the fact I tagged in every episode and stuff I put out in regards to this drama and asking for comments from folks working at Blobfest, official folks, not people who are friends from the show, not people that are seemingly gaslighting each other. I said seemingly gaslighting each other in regards to what has been said or even the remote possibility of changing evidence to suit their needs because uh, from what Sasha and I agreed that the post that was sent to me looked a little iffy and even if they didn't look iffy in my eyes but mostly Sasha's eyes the evidence that was shared to me made things seem very iffy on Monster's side of things and whether or not again Dixie didn't want to confront monster or didn't want to call him out on his shit that's between both her and him i wasn't uh dm'd monster again i saw that laughing emoji you have full right to contact me the laughing emoji proves you're not blocked on facebook by me you did that yourself and the fact that you didn't want to confront me and bring in evidence and bring everything else. There's that chance. You are, I could say that you are afraid to confront me because I'd call you out on your shit. And that, the, that I'm not going to stroke your ego. I, as stated, I don't stroke Sasha's ego either. If shit was actually going down, I'd call her out on her bullshit too. So, if you're out there, all, any of you out there that are listening to this, and if you went to any 
uh, Blobfest event and you see some of the folks that are actually in charge. I'm not talking volunteers. I'm not talking the folks that are helping run the event. I'm talking the folks in charge. Approach them. Ask them, what do they think about the drama? And let us know. Our DMs are open. Our email is always available. Put Blobfest in the subject line and email us at longcoatmafia at gmail.com. And let us know about everything. I'll be keeping my ear to the ground in regards to uh, what's been happening in certain circles in regards to Blobfest. See if I'm able to find things out because, well, reasons. Now, beyond the Fable stuff... Uh, I haven't heard any drama or seen any drama in regards to that. Or uh, since recording this, I haven't seen anything come out in regards to Borderlands. I called out, as I think I seen in um, said in this episode, that I called out uh, Randy Pitchford, Gearbox, and them in regards to uh, why the keys are not getting registered in Borderlands 2. Uh, none of that. Uh, it's gotten triple digit views in regards to Twitter uh, when I called them out on that uh, but no one's responded in regards to that but either way uh, as for everything else if you want to talk to us comment engage with us you're more than willing to do that do that our uh, social media is fa- uh, for Facebook is facebook.com slash the Long Coat Mafia podcast. All the links are in the description down below. I have to add in the whole threads aspect of the link to everything, but I will eventually do that uh, maybe within the day, next day or so or next week when I get around to it. I've been busy the past couple of days. Uh, please forgive me. But as stated in this episode and all episodes, if you want to support the show, uh, you can do so. There are several ways you could do that. One of which is uh, if you, you could buy from our sponsor slash partner, W Energy, uh, just by heading to W.GG. It's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G. And at checkout, with whatever you order, enter in code LCM Podcast, and you'll get 10% off your order. Now, if whatever they sell is too much for you or whatever, you don't like W Energy, but you still want to toss a couple bucks our way. Uh, we have a Patreon where it's there's only one tier, that's $3. It's pretty much the lowest that we were able to go. And you'll get, uh, like, for the videos, you'll get this video it is sponsored by, and you'll have your name, whatever your Patreon name is. Uh, and I'll say it on the, these audio podcasts as well. Hey, special thanks to, you know... Um, Three Dogs with a Bone, or whatever your uh, Patreon name is. Uh, plus, you'll participate in uh, pa- uh, votes. You know, if I toss up a uh, a poll or what have you, I'll post up stuff that you could comment in regards to latest episodes. Uh, plus, uh, you'll receive, uh, I think this week, by the time you hear this, because of how everything was with not just this episode, but the last episode, um, since the bulk of everything was either the anniversary or just blob fest updates, I just put up the uh, full episode on YouTube. But if I'm able to do clips and everything else and able to 
get everything done. Like, uh, not just that, uh, you'll get folks on Patreon will be able to get uh, the and a link to see the full raw video episodes before everybody else on YouTube. You'll get that link to watch it. But if Patreon's too much, but you're able to afford at least a dollar, you could send a dollar our way in regards to uh, our tip jar on GoFundMe. Uh, whatever you, if it allows you to toss in a dollar, then toss in a dollar. Uh, and please keep in mind, we do have a couple of challenges in regards to that tip jar. If we meet or break a thousand dollars, I will don a bikini top. For either the full episode or at least the end part of the episode and uh, reveal a bikini top. Whether or not it'll be polka dot, you'll have to uh, tip us in regards to that and try to meet or beat that goal. Now, if we meet or beat $5,000, I'll do a stupid TikTok dance with that bikini top on. Now, uh, if we meet or beat $10,000, I will uh, get a tattoo. Technically, I'll get tattoo two tattoos in regards to that and uh whether or not i'll i'll film that uh film those tattoos being done or uh what have you we'll uh do that as well as content for the show and uh, for right now for the next couple of days maybe a couple next couple of weeks or episodes i'll be learning our new to us laptop or the new ish laptop that we got this past friday and uh, because of that, we're also learning updated software. That's right, because we were using soft. We haven't really updated Audacity since we first downloaded it uh, on the old laptop. We have to now deal with the new version or the current version of Audacity and learn that. We have to kind of learn the new version of Chrome and everything else in regards to uh, the current versions of a lot of the stuff that we normally use, for the exception of Movie Maker Pro, which is still our workhorse since we got it a good many years ago. Uh, we refuse to use Clip Clamp because uh, it, Microsoft is forcing us on us, number one. Number two, they want us to kind of give them a monthly fee if we do not want to do that. Whereas good many years ago, like four or five years ago, uh, all Movie Mar Maker wanted was like 10 bucks. And we were like, you know what? Here's 10 bucks. We got 10 bucks. And where Clip Clamp, Clip Clamp wants like $15 a month. And we're not going to do that. So uh, as we continue to learn and continue to uh, change things up in regards to how you see the episodes and everything else. We will be here. We will constantly give you updates and clips. And again, as stated on the show, we, I don't know, remember if we said it on this episode, though we kind of pulled away from doing a lot of unboxings, uh, as stated in the show, uh, yes, yes, uh, once we, everything kicks in, in regards to Patreon, the tips and all that, we will get more stuff in to do unboxings again, but until then, uh, you have to deal with the clips and the full episodes. And yes, I'll be counting those as videos for the channel. Uh, I'll explain more probably tomorrow with Sasha or the next episode that we have with Sasha. So stay tuned for that. Um, 
please, and everybody else, thank you for listening this long. I know it's been a long episode, and I know we get so much hate here uh, for all of you. And I almost forgot, for those of you who can't afford to toss a couple of bucks our way for whatever reason, we are so appreciated that you've listened to this episode, that you share link if you share this episode or other stuff from our social media that helps us greatly we are appreciated for in regards to that um liking posts liking our stuff on youtube subscribing to our youtube channel uh, subscribing to us on uh google podcast podbean uh apple podcast spotify all that fun jazz helps us sharing our stuff on uh Facebook, Twitter, uh, I think Instagram, or even new on threads helps us a lot. Liking our stuff on TikTok, uh, when, if and when we post stuff up, helps us out. We are so grateful for all of you that help us that way by listening, sharing, liking, subscribing. We, we love you just as much, if not more, than the folks that give us a couple of bucks. We're not saying that because we haven't gotten anybody that donated other than uh, the coffee lady herself. But for those of you who began uh, to do so, we are grateful for you. We will give you shout outs and the whole nine yards. And please interact with us. Send us emails and talk to us. We will uh, talk back to you. We might respond to you on the show as well. We have done that before. Check out our previous episodes. And for now... I'm still, even though I'm a gamer and I'm not wearing a bikini, I have to kind of go now, render this episode, and post it on up to our Podbean channel, our website, so everybody could enjoy, including you. So take care, everybody. See you next episode, whenever that might be. And aren't you glad there's no more bonus retrospective anniversary episodes? Good night, everybody. You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, the Internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast.